What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I'm Shy, and welcome to the RXS Podcast. The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and information to the music community. Gang, gang. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about consistency and persistence. Mm. We got a little bro in the house. Let's go. I'm about to say Creel, so I guess I can say Creel. Yeah. I love my brother, man. Yeah, we love him. So, um, yeah, he's a very dear brother to us, and we're extremely proud of him. Mm-hmm. And this was a very inspirational yeah. pod. So yeah. we hope y'all enjoy, especially you young musicians. Yes. Like, this one is for the youngins, for sure. Yeah. Like, he's a living testimony of what's possible. Yeah. Um, if you stay consistent, stay persistent, stay yeah. loyal, stay absolutely, humble. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, anything can happen, literally. Um, your dreams can come true. God will give you the desires of your heart if you just stay diligent, stay prayed up, and stay covered. So um, we hope you all enjoy this episode. Peace. What up, y'all? I'm here with my little brother, Chris Darden, the drummer extraordinaire. What's good, bro? been a long time it has we've been trying very hard yes you got here though the, the boys got he, busy he, on me like all of a sudden they got crazy right after we, we yeah we saw each other one day and, and then it was just like nah <laughs> catch yeah. y'all in two three weeks right but you home now how does it feel to be home um there's no place like home yeah there's there's definitely no place like home but i will say um you know being out for as long as i was and coming home it definitely makes you uh appreciate the little things. Yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, just something as simple as just seeing the same thing. Yeah. You get tired of seeing the same thing, but then once you're out there and it's like a different thing every night, it's great. But then it's like, okay, you cool. You get tired of that too. Not even that. It's just, man, just be still for a little bit to kind of recuperate and then do it at home. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, I'm not really home. Because I'm in the process of transitioning. Yeah, yeah. So to come back home and visit family and still see some of the things. Oh, I grew up right here. Or I remember yeah. this street. Or I remember when I was five, I got in trouble right here. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. okay, cool. Yes. So it's like to kind of get a piece of being away from home. And, and then seeing, to come. And then to come back to, to where home, you come from. Yeah. And you reminisce on those places where you, you went to church at or. You know what I'm saying? Or you yeah. hear certain things or see certain streets that just send you. Yeah. And you turn into that three-year-old, five-year-old, ten-year-old yeah. kid. So, so let's let's talk about that then. Where are you from? I'm from a little town called Lillington, North Carolina. <laughs> Nowhere North Carolina. Nowhere North Carolina. Like, <laughs> what is that? I'm in between Raleigh and Fayetteville. That's the so best that's- way I can describe it. <laughs> Anytime somebody asks me, where are you from? Lillington. What is that? Look, bro, I'm somewhere in between Raleigh and Fayetteville. Yeah, they, everybody know Raleigh and Fayetteville or so, Durham, Durham. They know that. Yes, I'm 45 minutes even from both. Yeah. So um, you, you've you been there all your life? Yes, all my life I've been right there. All your family from there? No. So Pop's side of the family, they Fayetteville, some families up north that way. Yeah. Mama's side of the family, Lyndon. That's, What's that? I, I know, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. Bun level for for the for my folks from back home, y'all know what that is. Bun level, Linden. That's my mama's side. Of the Where is that at? That's on the way to Fairville. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. So you got Lillington coming out of Lillington. You pass through this small town called Bun Level, and then there's Linden. Then you get into Fairville. 
Oh, you so, gonna have to take me. Yes, bro. I'm at the. It's <laughs> so yes. We, can see we it. going to the boondock. <laughs> so listen, you um, you were born. Where were you? Like what hospital were you born at? Because you <laughs> there ain't no hospital there. There definitely ain't no hospital. You petty. <laughs> All right. What hospital? I was I was born in Fayetteville. Okay. At Cape Fear Valley Hospital. Okay, cool. That's where I was born. <laughs> but I was sent back to Lillington. After everything was said and done, yeah, I was yeah, in Wellington. Yeah. But I was born in Fayetteville. So if I really had to claim a spot that was actually recognizable, I guess I would have to say Fayetteville. Only by default, my parent my parents, my dad's side of the family, you know, my grandmother. Yes. Possibly Eva Darden. That's yeah, Eva Fayetteville. Gang. Fayetteville. So, so the church is in Fayetteville? No. What a church at? The church is in Newton Grove. What wow. is that? <laughs> wow. Oh. But wait, there's more. <laughs> The, huh. the church is where? Newton Grove, North Carolina. Okay, I know you know where Clinton is. Yes, I know where Clinton is. It's like 30 minutes from Clinton. <laughs> so you have, listen, I'm Chris, everywhere. Chris has mapped out how to let people know where. I'll tell you what, I'm I'm local national. Yeah. <laughs> I'm everywhere within the same little, little. vicinity, but no one knows what it is. <laughs> You got me with that one. But I think I have been to your grandma's church, though. Probably once or twice. <coughs> yeah. Um, like, the churches Jeez. in the country. So, is that how you... um? Okay, you growing up in this, these little pocket towns, Lillington. Mm-hmm. Were you playing drums from the beginning? How did the drum... How did the sticks get in your hand? Man. Um, I don't even remember it happening. Mm. I was every bit of just turning to... And my parents bought the oldest child. I'm the middle child. They bought Josh a drum set. Okay. And from there on, that's when it all started. Because so you took over Josh's drum I set? I took over Josh's drum set. <laughs> so they would look up thinking the banging was coming from him. And then when they would look, it was me instead. Yeah. So it was an accidental in a sense. Yeah. It was intended for this person, but... Here I was. Yeah. And before you knew it, that's when they started realizing, all right, this little boy, like he, he playing. He's he really play. like he's really gravitating towards <laughs> to the point where now I'm about to call some old stories, y'all. Some old stories. <laughs> we in Piggly Wiggly. Come on, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I'm in the shopping cart with drumsticks. Yo, your, like, mo- your my, mom trying to grocery my, shop. My mom and crazy. dad will tell you, bro, if you ask them. There was not a single place I didn't go without your drumsticks. Without sticks. my drumsticks, I'm talking about you would see a lady with a shopping cart and a kid with a pair of drumsticks wow. in his hands. That's that's when they knew it was like, all right, he's serious. Like he's serious. Like and he don't even know what he's doing right now, but yes. he's definitely gravitating heavily towards yeah. music, drums. You know what I'm saying? So even from there, Christmas happened. The drum set came. So you got your own drum set. Eventually, I got my own drum set. So I done basically beat the the (laughs) brakes off of my brother's drum set. What kind of drums was Josh's drum? I think there was some CB drums. (laughs) Yes. uh, And that's, I feel like a- CB percussion. CB percussion, dog. (laughs) For the new new generation, go to sleep. We'll we'll enlighten you on another conversation. (laughs) CB drums with with the matching CB symbol. And the matching hat. I know you told them drums. Wore oh. them 
out, dog. Because them hi-hats don't last long. No. <laughs> I'm talking about I was playing on some pots and pans. Might as well have been. Yes, boy. So it was some CB drums. I think like a year or two later, I got some more CB drums. And um, they were a little a more, little bit more high more high end, but they you know they, they were still, still CB, CB drums, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so people don't know I'm left handed. Oh, I'm a lefty. As a kid, I would play both ways. Whoa, that's new news for me. I I would play both ways. It'll be sometimes where they. So would do come, you mean both like as cross this, this way and, and then that, that way? way. So. I would be sometimes in the room and I would just out of boredom. But I'm thinking now though, I'm thinking about like how you play drum feels. Now I can see it. I can see you in my mind, but I never thought about it. I never thought you were left-handed. I just was like, yep. Yep. Like, cause your left can do a lot. And I've noticed that, but I've never, but this, this is the funny part. So as a kid, I'm playing back and forth. My dad and my mom would literally like, have to break me from that because they knew any church we going into is right-handed it's right-handed so we don't even want you to really fall in the place of you know imagine going to the church and it's a full-blown mic'd up kid and then you got to talking about and you switching gotta, hey can we switch to nah so they switched it eventually i just and then of course at the church the kit is right-handed only you know what I'm yeah saying? so that's how it started but as i started playing right-handed as i got older I would never use my left hand. Mm. All my feels, all my ghost notes was coming from my right hand. Interesting. But I eventually, I think this was around like 11 or 12, I finally got to the point I was like, yeah, right, like you doing more work trying to do all this. Like do this and loosen this right hand up to do more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And from that point on, I would literally be in church during devotion or when my grandma break out with a song, something like Bliss, I would just be throwing ghost notes instead of playing. Yeah. I would throw ghost notes. Yeah, just to. Just so I'm working out my yeah. left hand. So that way, okay, I'm going ahead and letting you know now. Familiarize yourself because <laughs> this is going to be the new way of playing now. Yeah. And that's how it all kind of cultivated for me when it came down to, okay, now my left hand is getting stronger and stronger because that makes sense. it was something as simple as devotion services where i would instead of playing straight i'm still playing pocket yeah i'm just trying to put a ghost note in between every two and four yeah so how old were you when you started playing at your grandma church man um you talking about playing and getting kicked off or yeah let's talk about it all <laughs> yes playing and get kicked off this that's that's the greatest part to talk about man <laughs> they was kicking you what? off at at five six years old <laughs> so like they'll let you play for a little on there like you ain't you ain't keeping it. up you ain't holding it. The spirit is moving and you're not. She's trying to get her breakthrough and you're dragging all of us. Aunt Tanya, you get on drums. Ah! And she play, she play for real for real. I know. She, I know, man. She'll come over there where the hills and take over. Did it hurt your feelings? Did it? Did you cry? Did I? I'm five, six years old. Man, I'm thinking I'm sitting in front of the Apollo and then got the X <laughs> from all the judges. Yo. You are incapable of life, period. Man, Get I'm talking about And then the church is a family church, so it's like they all your aunts and uncles in them, but you feel like you just got shunned <laughs> on national television. And you sitting on the front pew of the church like, yeah. 
and your 15 piece suit. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I just got kicked off drums. Oh. At the Madison Square Garden. Hey, so listen, when do you remember the first time you got on and they didn't kick you off? That's tough. I think I do. I wouldn't say I remember the exact time I remember. I, I do remember just gradually taking those kickoffs personal. <laughs> and then going home and, and then just going crazy. No, not even going home. <coughs> just coming back to church and just having a pep talk, pep talk with myself before the service started. Like, like don't drag. Let me, like, tell, you, what let me you? tell you something, bro. <laughs> you ain't getting kicked You're off You're not today. getting kicked off today. I don't care what it is. But this is the funny part. My grandmother... You know how she moves when it comes down to services. Wherever God tell her to go, she's going. Yes. So it ain't no rehearsed program script, none of that. Yes. So you thinking you good out of nowhere. She jump off of something else. You didn't see it coming. You don't know what happened. Yeah. And next you know you lost. <laughs> Kicked off again. I just So you have prepared your mind for what you're used to and then she just a curveball. But all that is what made me into what I am today because yeah. with her. We could sit in a rehearsal for hours and then get to service or a, a show and she'd be like, God is leading me a different direction. Just follow me. <laughs> and you and you better know where she's going. <laughs> Facts. Don't ask, don't ask no just just go. Just what, follow. Yes, yes, bro. So those moments is what really as a drummer first. Yeah. It really helped me start. Number one. Applying myself to a, a situation where it's unscripted. Yes, sir. But then being on the leader like white on rice. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't care how good this groove get. Don't take your eyes off of. Yeah. Because anything could happen. Yes, man. Where she just be like, stop. Lady back there. I want to pray for you real quick. In the middle of a. I don't know, it's a hump. I mean, we. <laughs> We in there. Yeah. I'm thinking like we about to stay on this floor. Yeah. For about eight more bars. Nah. Wait. I need to pray for this lady back here. Come to G. <laughs> bro, I kid you not, bro. I promise you. That's how you seen my Yo, you yes, seen her. The, the crazy thing is, as a musician, like, there's no better environment to grow yep. in than that. Yep. Unscripted, unplanned. Because as musicians, we sit there and we always prepare for what we practiced. Yeah. All right. When you get when you get in the show, don't be doing nothing extra that we ain't practiced because that's going to get you fired, dog. But what about the stuff where yeah, you get in a situation where you have no choice but to go on the fly? Yeah. Where the stems crash. <laughs> yeah. And you're not used to that. You screw. You, you screw because only thing I know is reading off this sheet yeah you know what i'm saying so as a kid the more i got kicked off and that sounds cr crazy but it's the more i got kicked off the better i got yes because those kickoffs were personal because now i'm going home or riding home reflecting on the whole way i got kicked off in the first place and i'm mad yeah. i'm mad at everybody for no reason <laughs> like i'm only six what more do you want from me <laughs> yeah but the next service, I'm aware, it's more awareness. Okay, remember to focus more on this praise break and not dragging on this praise yes. break. Or remember this song she did that you ain't never heard before. <laughs> Everybody else know it, but you're only five years old, so you don't even. 
Hymns. Yo, that was straight boot camp. Boot camp. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, but at the same time, now every Sunday or when I would get the chance to get back on, it's like, okay, just keep this new thing in mind. So yeah. now you're just piling Stacking on it up. new things. Yes. But at the same time while that's happening, before I even got on, my cousin Joseph was playing. My aunt Tanya was playing. There was a guy named Earl that played. So there was a guys, and along with my aunt, that I would watch growing mm-hmm. up. I would sit in the front row during service. I don't know what she preached about. Yeah. I just know my cousin was on drums or my aunt was on drums, and I was watching whatever they was doing. Yeah. So to see them, that's where it all started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my aunt Tanya, my cousin and all them, like before it was YouTube and everything else, it was them and certain churches I would go to that I would know there was a drummer there that was super nice. Yeah. Anytime you like that one kid that looked like they just possessed because they just are like. <laughs> yes, I used to be like that. Too. I was on the front row in my 15-piece suit. Like, yeah. So tell me something. Do you remember some of the churches and some of the drummers? Absolutely. Tell, I'll tell you. Run what. them down. Run them down. Man, I'm not even going to go down. I'm, it's just one church with this one drummer. And this was before I met y'all. Uh-huh. It's the church in Fayetteville. And there was this church. Uh, the pastor was J.A. McDonald. He's still there. Yeah. There was this guy on drums named Martez McDowell. Uh-huh. When I tell <laughs> you. Yeah. This man would beat the brakes off of those drums. <laughs> One of the, like the you know the church's yeah, fellowship. Yeah, you like. We I was to- hoping to God that some one of the secretaries called each other. <laughs> yeah, just so I could see, bro. Yeah, because he was just that <laughs> nice on drums. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm telling you, Martez. Shout out to Martez McDowell. Yeah, my homie for life, dog. I'm telling you, I would go to their church and see him play, and then be on 1200. Yeah. So how old were you then, man? I was like. Every bit of maybe 11 or 12. And we would go over there or they would come to our church. I would literally like, they came to our church. All right, let's hear him get praise and worship over with so so he can play. (laughs) Yeah. So you look forward to seeing him play. That's one of the churches I look forward to going to or them coming to us. Man, that's one church I'm telling you. Like, he was one of the dudes, like I said, before we had YouTube and everything. And I'm not. I'm not far off from it, but before I was old enough to really start yeah. surfing the internet, that's what I had. It was certain drummers that I'll always remember at certain churches that I would know, like, oh, that's my favorite right there. Because yes. this dude, like, praise breaks. Oh, my God, he's killing. Uh, so on. you wanted somebody to shout so you could see. Man, I what? hope somebody shout. I hope somebody shout. Oh, I hope they come back and sing that song they sung last time, and he was smacking. Yeah. Man. Yes. They got this one song they did by Kurt Franklin and the family, uh, Melodies from Heaven. <laughs> He was kidding. He would. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy that you remember that. 11 years I'm old. I'm having flashbacks. Yeah. As we, this dude, <clears throat> I think he was one of the reasons I got braids. For real. He like, was, so he inspired he you. He inspired. From- like, I'm t- bro, he was in Fayetteville. He was next level. Yeah. This, this was before I met Damo and all them. Like, yeah. I'm 11, 12 years old at the time. I'm just going wherever my grandma go to preach at. I'm there. You yes. know what I'm saying? And then you see a drummer like. seeing a drum. When I met him, that dude changed my life, bro. Yes. Like, just the way his energy behind the drums, the way he played, the way he approached stuff. Then he was just always a good, genuine dude. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, he was the one, like, if I had to name any of them, 
Marte's yes. McDowell, bro. So then, when did you? When did your grandma get in the um the conference with um um Bishop Barnes, Reverend Barnes? I think this was like I could be wrong, so don't don't quote uh, yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. we ain't going. Yeah, yeah, we ain't. please. He lied. You liar. <laughs> um, I if as far as I can remember, I think it would have to every bit of like twenty. No, two thousand and seven or two thousand and eight. Okay, I think. Yeah. That sound right. That sound about right. I think I, I could be wrong, but I, I really believe it was around 2007, yeah. 2000, maybe 2006. I could So be how wrong. old were you then? That's how we'll know. At that point, I think I'm around like 15, 16. So are you are you you getting pretty good at this point? At at this point, um at this point I don't start a YouTube channel. Yeah. And you're not getting kicked off no more. I'm not getting kicked off no more. I understand what to do and what not to do. I'm still young and mature, but I understand enough to hold my own weight on. Yo, drums. and your pops won't play no and game, man. What? Yo, he, yo, yo, he kept you locked in, boy. If the bass and the drums aren't locked, then you can sit down somewhere. Yes, front, front row. That's your daddy all the way live. My, my grandmother and my dad, the whole family. You got to understand, it ain't no like homies. It's Grandma singing lead. Yeah. Auntie's a singing background. One of the aunts is on keyboard. Yeah. She ain't she ain't hard on me because you got you got all them to get on me. <laughs> Pops on bass. Yeah. Granddad on lead. Yeah. <laughs> so it's at a point now you are liable to get beat. <laughs> you might get a whooping for not doing playing. right. <laughs> you might get a whooping for playing the wrong song. It ain't never dragging. Disclaimer, it never came to that. But it was possible. But we that close. We it's in the family. It, it could have blood. It could happen. <laughs> Bruh, let me tell yes. you something. There's nothing like playing literally with the fear of God. So here's the thing. I want to ask you this. What were rehearsals like? <sighs> yes, Lord. <laughs> As a child, I feel like I, I feel like I'm telling a trauma story. Man. <laughs> imagine, imagine yo, yo. Your big cousin or whatever, yeah, that was playing, yeah, and then they move on to other things, and now you're in that seat, yeah, and they expect, they don't want you here yet because they understand you're young, but well, you, they don't you, want you far off. But you better be right there, <laughs> yeah. But it's out of love. It's not from yeah. a place of we picking on you. We just know, yeah. okay, we watched you from two years old. Literally at the services before I was even walking, I was climbing on the drum stool. Yes. Or you wouldn't see me. You would just hear a drum. You see sticks floating around. But you, you so scaring scaring people like why do I see sticks floating? It's a ghost over there. But the it's like no, ghost. that's that's just my grandson over there. He yeah. He all right. So from that point on, they had already seen it. Like okay, this is it ain't normal for no two year old kid. Yeah. This, this is for the ones. This is not two thousand and. 13. This is 1997. Yeah. Coming into the 2000s. So this is not normal. Yes. For a two year old little boy. Yeah. To just catch a beat. Yes. And can do that before he can even walk fluently. Yes. So they saw that and was like, you know, okay, we see you want it. So now we're going to put you in the fire. Either you're going to get burnt or you're going to get beat. <laughs> Choose you this day. You know what I'm saying? But at the same yeah. time, I, bruh. Trying to hang with grown men and grown women is what put me at that place to yeah. understand, which is why my mindset was where it was at an early age, because it's like, 
if they push me at that age, then I can't cheat myself or disqualify myself because they I had to grow up as a musician at a very, very young age. Yes. You know, most of us at around our era at five or six, seven, eight, you know, if if you don't have those people around you, oh yeah, he's killing. Or yeah, you sound good. No one good and well. Yeah, you ain't grow up like that. But us? Oh no, nah, that was sloppy. Me either. Like, nah, nah you that, that ain't. Yo, two and four ain't solid enough. <laughs> I can't hear the kick. No mic on the drums. <laughs> I can't hear the kick. Church biggest jacks. Church biggest jacks. <laughs> and I can't hear your snare or your kick. If you don't, if you don't tighten up, hey Milton, <laughs> Milton, hey, go play these, bro. People real don't understand. Real, it it's real, like he's not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Thankfully, I didn't go through that at Redbug, but yeah. I'm using Milton as an example yes. because you would have you would be in other churches getting kicked off at another church. That's emo emotional. So has that happened to you? Yes. Oh my God! Tell the story. What emotional happened? damage. What happened, bro? man? We was at this church. I don't remember the name of it. And I just know I was dragging. I was not cutting it. And the other drummer was a grown behind man. So, of course, man, it wasn't even words. Imagine getting kicked off with sign language. <laughs> what <Hey>. was the... <laughs> That's move over you. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris. Pain? Chris. You talking about some Pain? How do you get kicked off without being spoke? It's like I'm too disgusted to even speak to you. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. And then like in mid-praise break. Yeah, like (laughs) still driving. I mean driving hard and you just got kicked off. Imagine playing and it's a break. (laughs) You just got kicked off and somebody that's a lot stronger than you is now driving that junk. All the way home. Yeah, you hurt. I'm ready to go hurt. to the truck now. <laughs> no, you can't use Bro. my snare. I want to take my snare out too. You ain't playing my snare. It's my snare. Bro, you traumatized. Traumatized, dog. Traumatized. Hey, but now it helps me understand how you are, cause like yes, cause now like y'all, Chris don't he don't hold no punches. <laughs> I be feeling bad for people. Nope. So listen, okay. So you growing up, they kicking you off. You finally get to stay on. Mm-hmm. Like you played at your grandma's church for how long? All my life. Like up all, until like recently. Up until recently, I've been at my grandmother's church all my life. So did you do any other gigs or anything? Yeah. So okay, let me let's talk about that. Yes, because I think a lot of musicians need to understand integrity and being loyal to home. So I never took a gig or a, another situation if it clashed with what was at home because home is what kept me spiritually covered. Home is what is what really cared about me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Home is what knew my full government name. Yes. In spite of her being my my biological grandmother, she's still also my pastor, my leader, yes. and is my spiritual covering. Yes. So... As a kid growing up, being young and dumb, I didn't always understand that. But being there is what taught me loyalty and understanding, okay, at the end of the day, outside of being a musician, your name is all you have. And your name as a musician sometimes gets you there faster than your gift does. It does. It does. So I've for 24 years 
and I'm twenty I'm twenty five now, but I'm saying basically <laughs> yes. as a baby till now, I've been at my grandmother's church. So were there times where you were where you felt like, man, I wish they would let me play other places or I wish I could do other stuff more. Man, absolutely. It's been times where it's just been like, Can I get one Friday night off to go do this? You know what I'm saying? And this was this was when I was around like 13, 16, yeah. 17. I'm I'm not even like really old enough to really make my own decisions yet. Yeah. As far as make them with maturity. Yes. Cuz we make we make decisions but they don't always be the most mature decisions. So that's why even as grown men and women, that's why we have pastors and <laughs> Yeah, cuz we still so don't sometimes make we decisions. still make the wrong decision, you know what I'm saying? So it was until I got of age to understand first of all me being faithful to this ministry and committing here is where all my blessings have come from because being there i was more blessed than what any sunday check could have ever given me and i'll say that until i die yeah man i don't care it was so many times where guys hit me up as i got older bro come to this church you'll make this Man, you you been there long enough, bro. Like you can you can come on over here, bro. And man, like you know you got responsibilities and stuff now, and you got to take care and pay for stuff and this and this and that. Come over here. No. Yeah. Because what good is this this church check doing me? But now I'm deteriorating. Yes. Or man. what what good is this church check doing me? But now I'm missing out on golden nuggets that's coming from mm. over here. And that's not to knock any ministry. You know what I'm saying? But I had to understand, look, your grandma got something that a lot of people don't have. And yeah. then it takes you seeing other people come into church to get delivered and then leave the church. And it's like, it's literally that the church is, is considered like a place of help. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. I'm talking about like, because it's like when you're there, you're you're always, hey, I see you every day. Yeah. I see you every day. Yes. I see you every day. So yes. you casting out demons and and <laughs> nothing is my grandma, y'all. I saw that. I saw that last Sunday. Yes, but to to the people, it's impacting. Exactly. The older you get, the I'm more seeing, valuable you see that I'm it is. Because I'm realizing that could be me. Mm. Because even if I do walk away, and if I'm not smart and mature enough, I'm gonna fall in some of them same things. And guess what? I'm gonna end up back at right back there because you're gonna help need me. deliverance. Please help me. Help. <laughs> Now I'm the one. I'm sitting here watching everybody. Else. Now I'm getting. I'm getting slain. Yeah, you know that's what I'm real. Saying? So that was my thing as far as the church situation. I was always there. It was plenty of times where it was like, man, I would like to go do this. Or opportunities came up that I just thought was the most legit thing in the world. But she was still like, nah. Yeah. Did I understand that? No. No. Because it's like, yeah, you say no to everything, right? <laughs> but it's like I'm thankful for it now because, and I can't even really go into the story, but there was an artist that was after me, yeah, for years. Yeah, you can say it without saying names. That's good. But they didn't feel right about it, and yeah. I'm like, this dude got dates out the hua. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about every weekend he working. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah but to understand that now and to see what i'm doing now yes versus what it, you would have been doing what if i would have been doing and what i would have missed out while doing that because yes it's perks to it but what would you have lost because yeah. now at this point by going here i'm only getting a fraction 
Yes. Of what God wanted me to have, but why not have the whole cake? Yes, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I once that started happening. So when when did you realize like it's the better play to stay planted? When did you realize like okay, I'm content with it because this is the better thing to do? God just kept hitting me upside the hill, blessings. Like, like I said, already outside of seeing, so it's it's like it's sections to it. So like I said, the first half is seeing people come in and get delivered, and it's genuine um, worship. And yes, and yes. you and you hear people come in and be like, "Man, I ain't been in a service like this in a long time." Where it's it's just you feel free. I've never felt this free. And yes. I'm talking about literally like after they got their deliverance and they they get a little testimony, they talk about how at other churches they've been to, they just feel so confined. And I, that's when I started really understanding. Okay, this is about the hundred person I don't heard say this. Yes. So. It's best that I do stay here because it's so much freedom here. It's real genuine worship here. And there's people that's been to churches that's been hurt yes. by the pastors. You know what I'm saying? By the leaders, by the whoever. You know what I'm saying? So that was step one. But then to see once I got in the mindset of wanting to do it mm-hmm. and not and not being so upset with feeling like I was missing opportunities. And I started willingly committing to mm. Friday night services. Sunday services. I'm talking. We was in church every Friday. Every Friday night, we in church. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you got to get your reps in. And that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. but as a musician trying to pursue and you seeing what other guys did that you, that may seem like to be the thing. Okay, well, the way they got it was this. The way they got it, they was gigging here and there, and I'm like, I'm not really gigging, but I had to understand. Me being there, God has me there because He's setting me up for something for way something bigger. Way, yes, Lord. But I'm so. I'm here, but God is yes. The sight, the vision, yes. My level of view versus His level of view is two. My grandmother's level of view is different versus mine. You know what I'm saying? So as I'm literally as I'm doing stuff for her, people I just met a month ago. Hey, here's the drum set, bro. You can have it. Just met you two weeks ago. Hey, take the symbol, bro. I'm talking about like guys just taking me under their wing. Just giving me stuff, or I would uh, do competitions and win them. Yeah, or I would go do something and just out of nowhere, just something crazy would happen. Like that's when it really was like, okay, now that you finally just accepted being here, and now you're mm. willingly doing it, because that's really the thing—the attitude and how you do things. Sheesh. So it's like God's like, okay, yeah, you you played the service. What was your attitude while you was playing? Mm, you're doing the right thing with the wrong spirit. You showed up on time, but what was your attitude when you walked in the door? Ugh. I'm sick of this. <sighs> yes. Yeah. They said be here at 630. <laughs> and I'm only going to hear anybody here to let me in. Yes. But yes. once you get to a point where you really start doing it and you're saying, okay, I'm not here for them per se. I'm here because this is God's place of worship and reverence so once you get your mindset that's why like the whole situation of uh playing for checks mm-hmm. i have no problem with it because as a musician too we all got to eat but i'm sensitive to it because of the fact the very people that came from the church be the very ones that bash the church mm. they grew up in church the reason they the reason they're able to catch on stuff so quick is because grandma went off script yeah but now they won't even come back home and yeah. help 
You know what I'm saying? It's a difference between coming back home and sitting there versus coming back and visiting and helping where you can or just yeah, yeah. giving back. Yes. Because them the same people that gave you a chance when nobody else even Yeah, and that's you. the that's the thing, like to to know where you come from with your grandma. Like mm-hmm. it was a place where you were able to develop, like yep. for real. Yep. Like your family's there, other people in the community are yep. there. Yep. Yep. And you're able to grow like you're playing on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. You're with people who are holding you accountable mm-hmm. personally, yep. spiritually, yep. musically. And for somebody who wants to do something great. Right. Sometimes it takes being in one place for a long a time long to develop. Because like you don't get the same level of development moving all around mm-hmm. because the instability. Yep. Can yep. mess with your grind, man. Yep. It can mess with what God is trying to do. When you're and, here, and you're there, you plan for this. Yep. You plan for fifty dollars here. Yep. Now you plan for yep. seventy five dollars there. You plan because you want to be seen yep. here. You don't. Yep. It can get like. And now you're building off of a rocky foundation. Yes. So that's really, if I had to describe being there all my life, that built me a solid foundation because we can't sit here and ask God to put us somewhere, and our foundation ain't even fit enough to hold the weight of the glory or the weight of the blessing that's coming to us sheesh because god is he's so yes you know infinity like there's no so imagine god is opening his arms and letting all the blessings just fall on you we would die (laughs) literally literally so imagine just him doing this yeah just flicking his finger and a, a little whiff of wind yes you're still gonna die <laughs> yes you know what i'm saying yes. so it's like just to understand okay certain things happen so it can develop you had i been every, everywhere here there fifty dollars here sixty dollars here then my mindset is well i'm not playing this i'm getting paid yep not even knowing just going there not getting paid god got a bigger blessing that the church bigger than what the church could have ever cut you yes oh yeah they about to cut me three hundred dollars how you not know next week he gonna out of nowhere five thousand dollars gonna be sitting in your account favor people like people don't understand that stuff like that happens it's because real. like um when people see your heart and people see your intent god will compel them to sow into you mm-hmm. in a way that you never would have imagined yep, because they you. see the posture of your heart yes and that's happened in real time i have been as to certain services to where i know for a fact i'm playing and i'm not getting nothing yeah and even because it's who she is and what she's done in my life I don't, it's, don't, no, don't even give me nothing. Yeah. Because just your prayers. Yes. Just sir. your covering is yes, enough sir. for me. But because like you, it's like the, the, oh, well, I don't have silver and gold, but such as I do have. Yes. Sir. And the heart I did it in, man, I played in front of them five people. Like it was 5,000. Yes, sir. Next, you know, here comes some grandma or some auntie. Um, just the way you played the night, it just, it blessed me. Here, take this $50. What? Two, three. Yeah. Easy to love in the morning. Love it when I see you yawning. Easy don't hurt so bad. Easy don't make you sad. Easy like Sunday, fun day, one way, no play. Girl singing, okay. Gotta love it my way. That's all I gotta do. God! God! Yo! You know I'm a rapper now. You know I'm a rapper now. No, she lo- No, Shy. Shy, you have just met. You have just met. Sure. She loved to rap and ain't had nobody Yo. around her that liked rapping. Yo. You just, Yo. I know she just messed you up. Yo, I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Easy to love in the morning. Aye. Love it when I see you yawning. Aye. 
Easy don't hurt so bad. Easy don't make you sad. Aye. Easy like Sunday, fun day, one way, no play, girl singing, okay. Oh! <laughs> Bro. Y'all, I'm floored. Yo, we ain't never heard Jada in our life. Ever. I'm floored. She- it really would happen like that, bro. Yes, bruh. yes. And I really had to start really like grasping. Okay, God is trying to teach you at a young age, bro. Yes, sir. That favor can put you. Yes, sir. In places that checks can't. Absolutely. Favor can open doors faster than a check can. Favor, Absolutely. Favor can put you in the minds of people that flashing money wouldn't even do. Yes, sir. Literally to the point where now, fast forward to. Uh, I say maybe 2017, 20, maybe 2020, mm-hmm. 2019, 2020, to the point where I'm still at my grandma's church. I get a phone call. They're about to you in Fayetteville. Yeah. They're supposed to be doing the joint. This is before COVID hit, and they're bringing in Hezekiah Walker. Yeah. I'm working a second shift job, yeah. and buddy that's been calling me, I've been meaning to call him back, but by the time I get off, I'm pooped. Yeah. I finally get on first shift and out of nowhere he calls me right when I get off work. I'm like, yo, what's up? I've been meaning to call you. I promise you, I ain't been ignoring you. It's, it really looks like I've been ignoring you, but I promise you called me at the perfect time. Hey, what's up, man? So yeah. uh, we bring in that Hezekiah Walker this year. We want you to play. We done did two rehearsals. I'm like, oh man. Well, I appreciate you calling me, man. Nah, we still want you to play. We're gonna call the other drummer back and tell him not to worry about it. We gonna we still want you to play. Wow. Where where does that happen? At? It doesn't. It doesn't. As a musician, for people that don't understand, you, you as a musician, got, if, you, if he got, if the dude felt like he was getting ignored, he ain't getting on. Not only that, but they've done two rehearsals. Yes. So they don't. They don't pretty it's much. It's established. It's a. It's an established working environment. Yes. So once you call back, it's like okay, well, we done locked them in, so it's a disservice to call bro back and just yes. tell him. Yes. But favor. Yes, sir. It's like, yo, we still want you to play. We're going to call. I'm like, me being stupid. You sure? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but, I mean, realistically. Yeah, because that's because like, of your heart. you like, huh? Like, like wait. That, that's, that, you won't pose In your mind, you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, all right, cool. We'll, we'll catch you next time, buddy. Yeah. But even then, it gets crazy because, again, if it conflicts with my grandma's schedule, I'm not doing it. Yes. Hez comes down to do the rehearsal with the choir. Now the choir is a is literally community. It's a flyer. Like hey, anybody that wants to come in and sing, yes, come sing. Yes. Hez sits in one rehearsal. It was supposed to be three rehearsals, like spaced out on Sunday afternoons. Yes. After Hez got done, he was like, "We need to rehearse every Sunday afternoon." Every Sunday from that point on, my grandma had a service that at, on Sunday afternoons. <sighs> hey, bro. Um. You might as well call bro back because I know for a fact I'm gonna be late to every last one of these rehearsals. So, but I appreciate the opportunity, bro. Nah, bro, just get here when you can. God. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Yo. Am I his? <laughs> <laughs> like I really started thinking, like you would have thought I was the. Yeah, the freaking, the freaking artist. Yeah, because I'm basically hey, be as late as you want to be, get here when you want to, show up when you decide you want to show up. In a sense, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But that was God's way of showing me. Hey, look, bro. Yeah, man. When you serve and honor and use your integrity, yes, 
to serve and, yes, to, and, to, and to be planted in one place, I'm letting you know no matter what comes up, no matter what situation happens, if I'm telling you it's yours, it's yours and can't nothing or nobody take it from you. Sheesh. So all them situations where I should have been kicked off that gig, they're accommodating to me. Yes. And that's what favor does. No, hey, let me slide you $50 to be late to this rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. When I would have had to possibly do that, nah, God is like, I got you, bro. I'm going to just, yes. I'm going to touch this man's heart and his mind to just be graceful with you because I understand. And he even said, he was like, bro, just the fact that you're taking care of home first speaks volumes to us. So we don't mind you being late because your heart is take care of home first. So you just get here when you can, bro. You good. Like we'll hold it down until you get here. And that gig was the most money I've ever made doing anything. And they paid me half up front a whole week in advance. Woo! Man, I kid you not. They called one more rehearsal. It was a Saturday morning. I had a gig that night. I rushed to Fayetteville to do the rehearsal. They said, here's the uh, deposit for the gig for next Saturday. This is half. You, uh, you'll have the other half before you get on stage. So I ain't thinking nothing of it. You know, you know, I'm thinking, I done kind of figure out the price range. Okay, I'm probably going to make this. Yeah. Cool. I'm driving. My curiosity start itching. <laughs> I'm headed to the sound check for the next for the gig. For the next gig. I get the light turn red. <laughs> Open it up. I opened that check, dog. <laughs> Tears just started falling. Wow, bro. I was like, and then now I'm like, wait, he didn't say that was half. <laughs> this is the whole thing. He made he, a mistake. He, there ain't no way he said this was only half. Like, ain't no way. <laughs> no, bro. Like, this ain't right. Yeah. Man, that next weekend got there before we even got on stage. That other half came, bro. Yo, that's wild. And just to that at that point, that made me value myself even more because now this is God telling you you're worth this. Yes. And more. Which is why I'm at the point where even then at early age, I was never quick to jump at gigs. Yes. Because if I felt like it wasn't worth me doing it or going, I was okay with saying no. Jesus Christ. Not Christ. not going because of the fact, oh well, you know, I got to seem like I'm still working. It don't that don't matter. That does matter to some people, but it, it literally some people like some people would rather do two dollar gigs just to continue say, to be yes, seen. To be relevant and seen. And I was at the point where I was always again because of being under her ministry and watching me not get paid and still God just hit me upside the head with a kitchen single blessings. Yeah. I was okay with sitting at the house for the past three months not doing yes. nothing. So there were times where you were not playing drums? N- bruh. Only like, that was only, other than your grandma's yeah, church. Other than Sunday mornings, I won't do anything. And you were working? Yes. You had a job? I had a job. J O B. What was that like? Man. <laughs> I was so mad at God. How did you end up getting a job? What was the... So, I got out of high school. Yeah? And that's what made it even worse because the dude that was pulling at me, literally, the plan was as soon as I got out of high school was to be gone. Gone. No. <laughs> so, at this point, mom and pops is like, hey, bro. You got to do something. You got to do something. You either going to school or you got to get a job. I'm like, man, job? I wouldn't need a job. Y'all go let me be your buddy. <laughs> That would actually be my job. Hurt. 
And it's like, none of this is making sense. Yeah. But I started out at this car detailing spot. (laughs) I was detailing cars at John Heaster Chevrolet. Wax on. Wax Wax on. Wax off, my boy. My hand's looking more wrinkled than your 83-year-old grandma. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But they probably be holding drumsticks. Yeah, man. Yeah. What is going on? So now I'm sitting here watching cars, questioning God, like, why are you giving me this gift if you was gonna have me here? This is what was the point of you sitting here giving me such a hard drive? To I can't I cannot stay away from the drums. Mm. What was the point if I was if this was gonna be the end result? And that's the thing, kind of like what you and Tank talked about. Yeah, we have this scripted thing on where we feel like okay, by this time we need to be here. I'm looking at all y'all like, hey, they did it coming straight out of high. They weren't even out of high school when they was doing it. I already know. <laughs> Right, I'm next. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Walk off stage, job. <laughs> car detailing. Straight washing cars. <laughs> hey, what was your what was your favorite car that you washed while Man, you were getting them cars? <laughs> I ain't had no favorite car. I ain't care about a lick of them cars, dog. I want to wreck every last one of them. And you know, after you detail it, you got to pull it around to the front. You go. Yeah, no, crash don't, it. don't, don't give me the keys. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me the keys hey, to pull the cars hey. in front how long did you work there man i think i worked there for like two years and yo then, you was so you locked in even though you hated it you locked, un, unwillingly locked in yeah you got to because you got to make that bread got to make that bread so i think two years went by i worked there then i left there and then um at that point i say like a couple months went by and then i started working at my last job which was rooms to go at the big warehouse the big warehouse off of 95 and done <laughs> yes. so at this time at first i told myself i was like after the car detailing joint i said oh yeah i'm through that was my first and last nine to five yes i'm talking cold hard money cash <laughs> I ain't going back to another nine to five <laughs> man oh my god i put that application in why did you put it in? What made you go put it in because, after you talk trash? Uh, but again, things are God's timing. Yeah. And understanding you can't move when you think it's cool to move. Yes. And at the same time, too, you're not ready. Yes. So now here I am. You yeah. know, in the process of all this, yes. detailing spots, let's backtrack real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm still posting videos. Which is what I want to talk to you about. I'm still posting videos, putting content out. I'm like literally like, all right, bro, I ain't got nothing else. I, this is all I got right now as far as musically to just still kind of push what I got. <laughs> so fast forward, I end up at Rooms to Go. These jokers tell me in the interview, all right, so we got this first shift opening for you. I'm like, okay, cool. On the bright side, I can kind of work from. Yeah. And then have the afternoons off. How I ended up on second shift. How, how long did you did you even start the first shift? No, they put me straight on second shift. They lied to you. They lied to me. <laughs> they get you on. They lied to get you on. Man, yo, that's they, hilarious. They text me with the okay, come in at this time. I'm thinking okay, this is just for this for the first for the first week, so they can train me. And by next week, we we great on first shift. We good. No. <laughs> I'm coming in at 12 noon, getting off at like 9. You was hurt, man. Come come in, the sun is up. Get off, the sun is... There's nothing else left to do. And then you were still playing at your grandma's church? Yes. 
So at this point, I'm missing uh, weeknight services. You got to miss them to I'm, work because I'm working now. But everybody cool with it. Everybody cool. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a it's kind of a stab because it's like dog, like this is a we're missing a piece to the puzzle in the squad. But he got to do what he got to do. You know? Yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. At the same time, grandma praying that they go ahead and get delivered and send me the first shift so I can yeah, come on back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like so, she praying for me, make sure everything's cool. You know they gonna they gonna they gonna have to release you and put you on first shift. Blah blah blah. blah you know what I'm saying? I'm still like, bro, make it even worse. Is what I'm doing on that job. What are you doing? Please tell it because you done told me. I'm. I'm <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm loading other people's furniture onto a box truck. God. Other people's furniture. Yo, he, rooms to go. You putting rooms in a truck for people. That ain't even my room. Yo. Yo, did you see nice furniture in there? Forget that furniture. <laughs> that furniture hurt me. Man. Yo. Marble top dressers. Yeah. Marble top nightstands. Yeah. Sofas. Yeah. Love seats. So is it wearing your body down? Yo, that's got to be crazy. So, this is why my setup changed. For the ones that have been on me about my high times, this is why the times came down. Because of rooms to go. (laughs) Them couches would tan you up. So, it was times where I would get off work and and go to a service or go do a gig. Oh, and you're like, I'm not reaching way way up there to play no time. Just to hit a symbol, it's like I'll get stuck in mid-reach. So did you bring your symbols down too? Symbols, times my whole setup changed because working at Rooms to Go was literally deteriorating my body. This was like so working at Rooms to Go is like an unhealthy workout plan. Yes, <laughs> because it's not just leg day one day, arms the next day. It's all of it every day. You lifting the same pieces of furniture every day and putting it in a truck. So one day it might be your right kneecap. Yeah. Next day is your left shoulder. Next day your lower back. Then it's like you wake up the next morning, you don't forgot how to get out of bed. <laughs> Hurt. Because your body is so tired, you know what I'm saying? And then like even there, I'm just like, I start to get into this place of depression because I'm just like, mm. how in God's name did you give me with this gift of playing, but I'm using my limbs to do stuff for other people that I'm not even interested in doing? How is it that I literally... All my life took what you gave me serious. Watch other people not even take their gift serious. But my thanks for it is, and there's the thing again, the sense of entitlement, feeling like you entitled to something. Yes. I'm thinking I deserve to be straight off, straight out of high school, fresh off the graduation <laughs> stage. Yes. Headed to Mississippi. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> right. And I'm like, man, this ain't right. Like, yeah. I'm in... I'm in I'm in rooms to go slinging furniture. Yeah, yeah. I'm mad like stupid couch. Yeah. Mm. And are you doing the social media thing still? Posting? Still posting. So okay, okay. We gotta still put posting. we gotta put a pause in room to go. Rooms to go. Mm-hmm. We gotta go back. When did you start your social media content journey? Man, I think I was 13 or 14 when that started. Okay. And I had this green. This green drum set. Yeah. Starion. <laughs> Starion kit. Yeah. Super like beginner's kit. Yeah. But man, I was wearing them drums out. Yeah. Had a little crate speaker. 
that was like every bit of maybe an eight inch speaker. Yeah. I would set the speaker up right here. It was a box. I would put the phone, lean the phone against the speaker so people could still hear the music I was playing to and then play drums because I didn't have mics. I didn't have the so the the interfaces and everything that you need to so I would literally rig in rig <laughs> my situation yes. to make my videos work. So in my videos there's a bunch of distorted mess going on, bad quality. I look like a whole entire piece of pixie dust. <laughs> but I'm like I'm over here playing like I got a 4K. Yeah, man. High quality camera, my drums is mic'd up. <laughs> Underheads and overheads, <laughs> yeah. top and bottom. Like I'm playing, like I got the sweetest setup in the world. Yeah. No, I'm wrong. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> Drums sound like poop. Yeah, the speaker ain't got no tweeter in it. <laughs> you ain't got no highs. On no your highs. No highs. But all I know is the camera is leaning against the speaker. So. Yeah. Cause that speaker ain't loud enough to be louder than my drums. So you got to put the. So I'm putting the camera next to the speaker, so the music. So I'm mixing without mixing. <laughs> Started from the bottom. Yes, dude. So from that point on, um, I think I ended up with another speaker. Still the same setup. Put my camera on a little camera stand. But it was a slightly better speaker. A little bit better. I shoot that speaker straight to the camera. And yeah. I have my headphones on. Still get my video and stuff done. So as time started going on. How I, often were you doing videos? Man, I was doing <coughs> videos religiously. Yeah. And this was. And detail. No, no, because you're 13. You ain't detailing I'm, yet. I'm not detailing just yet. So eventually, as I get older. I eventually meet Damo Max. Yeah, shout out to Damo Max. Shout out to Damo Max. So I think around this time I'm like 15, 16. Yeah. Damo puts me on to setting up a, a two-channel mixer and taking the output of the mixer and putting it into the interface. Yeah. And then just doing an overhead and a kick. Yeah, so you, so you go from no mics to two mics. To two mics, and I'm sending an aux cord into the mixer. For your music. For my music. Yes, Camera, the camera quality is still trash. Yes, but now I'm kind of starting to build my better situation, audio quality. Audio quality. So shout out to Damo for that. So yes. Damo put me onto that. So now I'm still doing my videos. Still look like trash. <laughs> still sound like trash. <laughs> but I just know I'm hyped because I finally got a, uh, some sub <laughs> and a little bit of clarity in my videos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, like I said, I'm, I'm working. Still doing my videos, and then um. Before I started working, I signed up for school. Okay. So I'm glad you said that because I skipped that. I went to school. I went to Full Sail, but I went online. You did production? They send you Audio the gear, boy. Man, you couldn't tell me <laughs> oh, oh, nothing. Yes, Lord. What did they send? They sent me the 18 out 20, the second gen. No, the first gen. Because yeah. I think this is like 2016. No, 2015. Yeah. They sent me a 2015 MacBook Pro 15-inch. Yes, Lord. They sent me two pre-sonic speakers. Oh, you in the game. They sent me a, my. They sent me two overhead mics. Oh, so now you got four mics. I'm in there. <laughs> I'm in there. They sent me two mics, cables, Pro Tools. Oh, you finna, Logic, go, you finna go crazy. Final Cut Pro. <laughs> Syllabus, yeah, uh, some of everything, and I'm like, oh, it's over. Yeah, I can finally like do my videos like I want to. They still, they still about to be trash. 
but I finally got the equipment that yeah. I've, need, I've been needing to get this stuff done. Yeah. So I'm at full sale, but the thing is, being young and dumb, my priorities weren't right. So I'm still looking at everybody else. Mm. Going to church every Sunday, every Friday, working. Still mad at God, mad at the world. Like, I took this stuff serious. Like, why Why am I not on the road? Why am I not traveling? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is at this point, I'm 18, 17, yes. 18, fresh out of high school. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm just knowing again that uh that place of entitlement. Yes. I'm entitled to come straight out of high school. Yes. And you put me on a God, you placed me into a gig where Yes. I, Cause that's supposed to be my Cinderella story. Yeah, man. No, bro, you about to work this nine to five. <laughs> and, did you use the full sale? Did you drop what happened to school? So this is what happened to school. Because of me being distracted and not paying attention to my priorities. And because I was online, I'm a very hands-on person. Yeah. So the same when we look at this interface right here. Yeah. If you teach me something about it, I can learn based off looking on a screen or a book. But I want to touch. Yeah. See, I want to press this button and it self-destruct <laughs> and understand why it did it. Yeah. 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 I want to turn this knob and understand. Oh, that just panned everything to the right. Yeah. And understand because when you're sitting here and you're just digitally looking you don't have the same perks versus mm-hmm. sitting in front of this computer and touching the keys and getting the yes, feel for it yes that's like learning music off of ear versus sitting in a, a physical rehearsal yes and playing the stuff it's, it's, yes, it's not it's, the same yeah it's not the same at all so for me it was the frustration of seeing this huge board digico board and this the board is this, probably the size of this table if not bigger yes but on a computer screen Yes. So that the trying to learn it that way was frustrating. Frustrating. And like I said, just on top of just just simply not being focused enough due to my my irritation towards the way things didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. Yeah. So I ended up dropping school. But, but you didn't I, you didn't have to give the gear back? No. So I felt like for me, I won. <laughs> Look at my wife's face. I won. He still got the he still, still had the gear. <laughs> Yes. Still had the gear. So did you incorporate the gear in your new videos? <laughs> did you just ask me that? So please walk us through. Did you like did you like look so, up some YouTube so, videos so, to so, figure it out? So first things first, when the when the stuff first came in, I <laughs> immediately threw it on my kit. <laughs> you ain't even thinking about the classes. No. It's for school, Chris. It's for school. And the first thing I did was I grabbed my microphones, my four microphones that I now have, <laughs> straight into the eight channel interface. Yo. And I'm only taking up four channels. Yeah. I didn't care. I, hey, hey, I got eight channels. Did you use Logic? <laughs> Man. Did you even know how to use Logic? I knew how to use Logic creating. Yes. And that was to the little bit I did know. Yeah. But game structuring and all that stuff. All my stuff was peaking. I'm talking about. <laughs> I, hey, I ain't know what seeing red meant. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care. I just know when I hit something, it, the, the meter went up in the air. I, hey, that's that's good enough for me. I know what I knew enough as far as when it came down to the mixer, because with the mixer, once you cut it, there was no go back in and yes. mix and stuff. So I, yes. of course, I knew. Okay, your levels got to be right. 
but to have an actual physical recording into the computer yes you keep the files oh yeah i didn't care i was just like hey we here yeah i didn't i hadn't even got hip to like eqing and anything because the only thing i had was high mid low on the mixer and a pen so you ain't even thinking about what's I'm in not logic. Even thinking about what's in logic. I'm just thinking set everything to zero, send everything straight down the middle, and let's work. <laughs> How many videos did you do like that? Bless <laughs> bless <laughs> You missed you must have did a lot. A lot. <laughs> so around this time, with the mixer, the mixing error. You, so you didn't even realize that technically you didn't need the mixer no more. No, no, I knew. But I'm saying before that, around with the two-channel mixer, this was when Instagram first came out with the 15-second videos. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm wearing those 15-second videos out, meaning I'm utilizing it. Yes. Because with me as a youngin', I always overthunk things. So yes. I'm already thinking like, hey, yes. bro, like, I can use this. Yes. To try to expose myself Yes And my gift Yes So I'm posting almost every day Yes But then I finally get the interface Yes and So I'm, do you see your Do you see your social media growing Yes So Even what, with trash videos Yes So it wasn't even the fact That I'm beautiful trash It was just the fact It was a youngin that was out here Grinding Yes And at this time It's, it's folks coming to me Telling me Hey bro like You ain't gotta do all that Ooh. It don't take all that, bro. Like we see you, bro. Like we see you killing. Like you can kind of you, you can kind of chill some of the videos, bro. Like, you know, just kind of give yourself a break. Some take a break from social media. You ain't gotta post all that. Literally, bro. What was your thoughts when you were hearing that? Who are you? Oh, good and, question. And, and again, this respectfully. Is, respectfully, but disrespectfully. <laughs> In my mind, disrespectfully. Because it never came, it never was like, okay, Jamal telling me, oh, who are you, bro? okay, bro, I got you. But in my mind, as a kid, my mindset was always being a go-getter. Yes, sir. So it was always, no matter what anybody told me, I was going to do what I wanted or what I felt was best for me. Yes, sir. Posting them videos is what I felt was going to help me in the long run because I understand at an early age, social media now, and like I said, this is when... 15 second videos started okay now with this stuff myspace is still around tumblr is still around all this little stuff is still around videos being posted people don't really understand like they do, like they do now how effective you posting a video is because and the, and the cast that's telling you that they don't know the benefits of posting consistently on social yeah, media yeah they got the old school mindset yep, yep yep and even even for that it's even funnier because it's like Technically, they're not wrong mm, because I'm not benefiting anything just yet. So what they're saying right now is factual. You're doing all this posting, but you still ain't went nowhere. Mm. So in the moment, what they're saying is true. In the moment, what they're saying is true, but the principle behind it is all wrong. Yes. Because I'm not looking at it right now. Talk to them. Talk to them. I, I have no idea where this video is going to put me. I just know I'm putting it out there and something is going to get caught eventually. And so you do these videos, you get the interface. The We all know the videos get better in quality, mm-hmm. camera quality, mm-hmm. mic quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you still working at the daggone detailing place. What? <laughs> so you posting videos and working at the detailing place. I literally, the detail place, I was up the street from the house. I would literally go home on breaks. 
and do videos. Yo, that's wild. That's dedicated. In yo, in my employee shirt. Matter of fact, Man, how long? <laughs> matter of fact, <laughs> you are wilding. Peep this. Peep this. I'm a fast forward and I'm a real quick. I don't know if you remember seeing me. You used to see me do a video in a red collared shirt. <laughs> All my videos I had on a red collar. Like you would have thought that was your detailing uniform. No, no, no. no. Shirt. This that's rooms to go. Oh yes. If you look at my videos from like two two years ago. Nine out of ten, or eight out of ten of them videos I had on a red collar shirt. So you would have thought I was homeless and didn't have anything else to wear, because I always had on that red collar shirt. So, bro, you coming home from breaks at the detailing place? So then, then, but rooms, rooms to, to go, go, you doing it before you go to work? I, either before I go to work, after I get off work, or a weekend where I'm free. So I would get off work, come home, cut a session for a client. Okay, so at this time too, I, once I get the interface. Now I'm starting to cut sessions. Yes. Shout out to Demetrius Ledbetter. Shout out to Ledbetter. Demetrius Ledbetter put me onto my very first session ever on drums. Yes. I went to his spot to cut drums. And then I shortly after I started, uh, that's when Full Sail started and I got my own stuff. And he would start sending me tracks to cut from home. Yes. He gave me mics. He gave me certain mics to add on wow. to what I had. He gave me cables to add on to what I already had. And then he would even give me points and tips on game structure and everything. So Demetrius Ledbetter was the very first person to put me on to a session. Let's go, Ledbetter. Because for him, it was like, bro, like you can play and you're so clean. That's what he always like, bro. Your plan is so clean, like, bro. I need, I need to put you on. A, I need to put you on a session, like. And hearing that at first, I was like, he he guessing. You just talking, bro. You yeah. ain't about to call me for no session. And then he really did. He really did. And then he gave you the mic. And that's that favor thing you were yep, talking about. Yep. So God <laughs> connected me with him. And he literally basically took me under his wing and was like, bro, like anything you need, I got you. You said like even the stuff, cause right now, now that you cutting drums, bro, I don't need nobody to come over and cut drums. So just take what you need from over here wow. and just get it done. To this day, I'm still cutting off his beta fifty seven. Wow. I got I got a F SM fifty seven. No, a beta uh beta what's the kick mic? Beta sure beta uh I don't know. But I know but what you're talking I about. I got his kick mic still. I still got two of his SM fifty sevens. Yes. And I still have a Sennheiser E604 that he gave me. That's crazy. And technically, he never gave me the kick mic or the, or the SM57. He let me borrow them. But they mine now. Because <laughs> we done talked about it. Like, bro, you remember I gave you those joints? You never, like, returned. <laughs> but I never needed them back because you was always using them. Yes. So, like I said, shout out to him because now I'm cutting sessions for other people. And it started with him. Now I'm getting off work, cutting sessions. After I cut a session, I'll stop the session to do a video. Yeah. So now I'm really trying Because you already to, set up your game mm -hmm. already straight. You yep. cut the song, yep. you cut the video. After the song, now I'm, I done set my phone up somewhere. Yeah. Now I'm cutting the video real quick in the midst of me making extra money outside of the money I'm already making at Rooms to Go. Yes. So now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I've kind of accepted the failure of mm. not, I'm not being... Of not being an instant success story coming straight out of high school going on the road. I've accepted that now. So now I'm, I'm done pouting. Yeah, man. I'm done looking at my wounds like, oh, my God. Like, okay, get over it. It didn't happen. Yes. You failed. Yes. What's next? Yes, sir. So now it's like your grind has to shift to another dimension. So this road life won't, wasn't your thing. Sheesh. But this social media life. Yes, sir. Oh, we about to wear that out. Yes, sir. So, dudes didn't understand. For me, they, Alabama, Texas, L.A., Vegas, theirs 
weekends was my form of yes this is me gigging right now yes this social media is me gigging. that's me gigging right now and eventually i started realizing it was better off for me to do it this way than going on the road because while I, before i tear up my car putting miles on it doing all these gigs and i'm not <laughs> elevating i can put a video out right now and get way more views get than the way number more, of people that would have been in that, that building been in, that the five people that would have been in that building now it's getting to a point where guys like the very first guy that uh, really put me on was Jerome Flood. I was at the shed with me and two of my homies. I don't know. I was making a hot mess. Like, I'm a kid, though. You know, growing. I'm thinking I'm killing. Like, I'm posting my videos like, oh, yeah. I'm confident. You look about that video now, it's like, what are you doing? But yes. Jerome Flood took my video. I never forget. I woke up the next morning. My Instagram is blowing up up i'm like what is going on what just happened like my feed is so crazy that my instagram is starting to glitch i eventually find out that jerome took my video and reposted it on his page and that's where all the followers came from because he shouted me out wow that was the very first like major drummer yes that shouted me out and then again that's the favorite was talking about yes sir. through through the months and years other drummers started shouting me out Yes. Like Sput came out of nowhere. Yes. And was, was commenting under my stuff. Out of nowhere, here comes uh mm, I can't even think right now. But just Thomas Prison came come out of nowhere. Yes. Comment under my video or in my DMs. Like just yo, you can't like be yeah. encur- en- encouraging. Yes. And for us, for us, people don't understand, but for us, those are like considered our heroes. Yes, sir. So it's like imagine being 16, 18, you know, 19, growing aspiring musician. And one of your heroes just yes. shot you a simple text like, yo, take my number. Yeah. Never quit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So now you got to keep going. Rooms to go and all. You're going to keep I, posting these I videos. can run through two brick walls right now. <laughs> yes. Because my my one of the guys I used to watch on YouTube is now talking directly to yes, me. Yes, sir. Encouraging me. You know what I'm saying? So then it was like, okay, it's funny how the dudes that I see are telling me to stop. But the Fall dudes back. that's really doing but, it but telling me but to keep the guys going. that don't even know me from Adam or Eve are being more of an encouragement than folks back home are. Woo! So then that's when it really got bad because I'm like, okay, now y'all really about to get tired of me because oh I'm posting like I'm posting, and every video didn't do a thousand views. Every video didn't do three hundred likes. Yes. Some videos did half a like. Yes, sir. And half a view. <laughs> Yeah. Like you would have thought I posted a video and someone snatched it and hit it. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? But I had to understand, okay, with this social media thing, you have to understand again, it's gonna be good days and bad days. You can't just rely off of one day, especially starting out. I, I started out not expecting again with the sense of entitlement of when I put out a video, everybody's supposed to go crazy. Cause nobody knows me. They're not gonna go crazy, they don't know you. Only your local church. And the few people that you play with yep. know, know you can that, play. That's the only people that know so you So you can't play. jump on social media, which is a whole bigger world, and think, okay, I'm about to do the same chop that I did back home. And it's about to go viral. It's about to go viral. No. <laughs> Nobody even, oh, you put that video out three years ago? Yeah. Hey, I didn't even see that video. I'm just now seeing it. Yes. I had to understand, okay, it's not even about, don't even worry about who sees it, who don't see it. Just post it and leave it out there. Yes, And sir. move on to the next, to the next video. One. Yes, sir. And that's how it started happening for me, bro. Because again, now I'm starting to get even more session work 
through my videos. So are you starting to get session work from people that don't live near you? Absolutely. Let's go. It's people that I have never met a day in my life still to this day. That's like, yo, you home? Can you cut? Bet. And then even with that, I'm not playing with it because I'm like, all right, I have back to you the same day. Woo! You giving same day turnarounds, same Chris? Same day turnarounds. Jesus like, Christ. I did not care. Like, just the fact, because again, this is my form of gigging. Yes, Lord. So the same way I would be 30 minutes to an hour early to a gig is my one day turnaround for. Yes. Because I'm letting you know I'm here to work. Yes, sir. Call me back <laughs> without saying that. But my work ethic is saying, hey, call me back for the next one. Yeah. Because that just felt good. And my cash app just went off because I just played two and four. Yes, Lord, Chris. Now this is a sense of relief because I just left from lifting a bunch of furniture. But then I can go home and I just made some money doing some, something that I actually enjoy doing. Yes, and, sir. And, and, I, and I benefited from it. Yes, sir. Oh, let's. Come on, bro. <laughs> Posting on Facebook, Instagram. Hey, anybody need drums cut? Yes. Hit me. Hey, you need tracks done? I got you, dog. Like, let's do it. I went through years, bro, just cutting. Yes. I won't. I won't gigging. I did stuff here and there. Yes. But my gigs were my session works, bro. Yeah. I'm taking a hundred dollars, not having to put none of it in gas. And people don't. I be trying to. Sc- Chris, we got to talk to the people. A hundred dollar session versus a hundred dollar gig. gig. That's really a sixty dollar gig. Because you just put <laughs> you forty. Put- <laughs> sixty, forty. You just put forty in your car. Yes. Then or, you or got you, then, you, no, then you got to put fifteen in your in your, in your happy meal. <laughs> and don't let you get an oil leak. Hey, you got to fix that too. That's what I'm saying. By the time like, you get home, oh yeah, I ain't bring up. I ain't home. got no money. I ain't got no money. And it's like that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like the internet and social media, it's like you can reach more people without leaving the crib. Uh, like you, we have to get out of the old school mindset of having to travel somewhere because it's yep. like you're gonna travel to this place where five people are there. Yep. And ten people would have watched it at home. Yep. Yep. And the thing is, your gift through doing a video touches rooms. And locations that you've never ever been to, but your name is already circulating yes, sir. around that atmosphere or that area. I've literally watched it happen to me because it's been times where that saying that people say, uh, you never know who's watching. Yes. That is so real because I watch guys that went in my DM texting me and I'm like, Yeah. That's that's so and so. That's so and so. I didn't even know he knew I existed. Yeah, boy. man, I've been watching you for a, a minute now. <laughs> you would have never have known though, but because of the fact of okay, just do it, just do it, and, and be spite, consistent. It don't matter that only one person liked that video. That one person might have been that very person that can change your life. That that just said yes i've been watching for all this time and you would have never known it, but because you don't feel like you're getting the support you deserve you're ready to quit just because you ain't doing big numbers right away you're ready to quit but i'd rather get little numbers and those five numbers i just got is major executive producers and Talk musicians on, that can man. keep me working than getting thirty thousand likes and views from a bunch of cousins in them <laughs> cousins in them Right. Because cousins and them can't put you on. They can't put you on. 
You you don't want no patty cake from cousins and them. So even with the the the, the social media thing, I had to understand it was quality over quantity. Yeah. Because the quantity of likes I was getting was cool, but yes. I'm still at the crib. Yeah. The quantity of likes and hearts and comments I'm getting is cool, but I still ain't getting more work from it. Yes. So you're doing the sessions. You're working at rooms to go at this point, mm-hmm. and you're doing the videos. Mm-hmm. When does that shift? Man. So the Hezekiah Walk star I just told you. Yes. It started there because eventually I go from second shift to first shift. The first week of me being on first shift was when I got the phone call to play for Hez. Yeah. And then um, after I do the Hez date, somewhere in between then and there, I do a fill-in date with J.J. Harrison. Okay. Before all that, during the car wash phase, I do a gig with Ja'Kalen Carr and Ernest Pugh. Yeah. So it's like even all this complaining, God is still like, hey, shut up. Take this nugget. Like here's the past Let me show you that you're still yeah you're still in, you're still going in the right direction. I still ain't forgot about you, dog. So this is little spot days. I'm getting giving in. you a couple pacifiers. Yes, Just shut up. <laughs> so it's like okay, cool. I get yeah. it now. You know what I'm saying. So Yo. in the process of these little spot gigs I'm doing, I'm still going back home doing these videos and stuff. So eventually, um, I'm I've always been real big. My goddad had talked to me about this years ago. He told me. He was like, always write your stuff down. Yes, sir. And never feel like anything you want is too small for God. As in, like, what if something like, um, I want pink shoelaces in my shoes. That may sound crazy to us, but to God, yeah, he takes man. that seriously. Yes. And that's what he taught me. He was just like, never feel like nothing is too small or too minute for God that he won't even consider taking it serious. At that point on, I'll say this is around like 20... 14 i had this book i still got the book and i'll write stuff down in it i'm talking about from down to the type of car i want to drive yeah the type of gigs i want to have yeah the type of the artists i want to work with yeah i even wrote down in the book i want to be doing music full-time by 25 yes yes and i wrote this back in 20 18 or 19 like so i would write stuff down and i would date it Ooh. i would date the time that i wrote it down so Literally this year, or last year, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that we in a new year. We are in 23. Last year, July's coming up, my birthday month. You And you wrote down, let's let's give it to him one more time. I wrote you down. You wrote in 2018. By 25. Yes. I want to be doing music full, full time. time. Okay. Just this for y'all. So, I'm still the same person, though, as a Christian. We know, okay, this Everything we ask God for, He does not always give it. He to does us. not always. So yeah. I'm like, okay, J- July is kind of approaching. Yeah. So you in June scared? I'm. Ju- I'm not even scared. I'm just like that. That overthinking thing. Ooh. Just thinking like, okay, well, June is here. July's almost here. You know, honestly, because who you are, God, you've shown me to be who you are. If I don't get it by 25, I ain't tripping because I know. Ooh. I so know. So now you're a little more content with things way not going your more way. Content. My nose done. I'm not even as wide open when it comes down to wanting. Like, nah. Yeah. I know what I desire, but I don't wrote it down. So why am I still crying about it? Oh, yes, sir. So it's like, write it down and shut up. Yes, sir. Pray about it. But the way you talk about it, how you, oh, it's not here. No, Lord, I'm asking that you. Yes. Your, your approach to. Yes, Lord. What you asking about. Yes, sir. Not God. I mean, it's, bro. It's been this long it's now. It's been five months and I, nah. Yes. Look, I'm going to pray about it. And I'm going to leave it alone. Keep yes. pushing. 
So we here in June. I'm like, all right, it's, I'm almost 25, God. Like, but at the same time, if you if it ain't it, then clearly you knew that I it won't time for me to be there. Yeah, maybe 26. Yeah, okay, yeah, 25 and a half. But <laughs> God, you know, <laughs> hey, you try to bargain, hey, you try to negotiate. Hey, hey, come on now. So around this time, um. I think uh, back in May, okay, March, April, one one of those earlier in the year, um, I started finding about the situation about you know the gig, yeah, and uh, CJ went on the road with Charlie, yes, and uh, you know Sticks he was on the road with uh Bieber, yeah. So now I'm starting to see that there's a fill-in drummer for each city, whatever the case is, yeah. So, um. Me and CJ, we've been cool for a minute now. You know what I'm saying? Like for since years ago. Yeah. Anytime they would come down, I would always be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like either just bringing some gear for him to use. But I and and that was just me. That's another thing. Like as far as musicians, if there's any somebody any anybody in your area, as far as a major musician, a major singer, go. Yes. Be in that environment. Yes, sir. Because for me, Lillington, Linden, Bun Level. Yes. What is that? Yes, sir. Nobody and of that caliber comes there to do events, shows, and stuff like that. So I had to make it my mission to, because I didn't have that with me, I put myself in those environments. Mm. And that didn't mean I was playing. Come on, man. I put myself in those environments so I could learn and feel the atmosphere and the environment. Okay, this is what I need. This is the intensity I need to come with when it comes to this type of stuff. Or this is the energy I need to come with if I'm ever in this environment. And I, and I end up playing myself. Yeah, which is how I ended up taking things from that I seen from live shows, yeah, and bringing it back home. And people looking at me like, "Bro, you are doing the absolute most." Mm. To you, I might be, but I just learned a piece of what I need to be able to perform at that caliber. So yes, me sir. bringing this caliber of performance here seems like you are doing the absolute most. That is too much. But I'm not looking at y'all. I'm looking at where I'm trying to be. Yes, sir. Even with rehearsals. Yes, sir. So you're seeing, you're going to big gigs, you're seeing stems, you're mm-hmm. seeing setups, mm-hmm. and then you come back to grandma and church like, we doing this now. Yep. Yep. And Even, some 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 people like you ODing. ODing. Even down like with my cousin stuff. My cousin, she did her live recording a couple years ago. I'm like, y'all smack we on too. stems, we on background vocals. Yeah. I mean, track background vocals. We on literally track out arrangements. Yes. I'm talking about six hour rehearsals. Yes. The whole squad mad at me like, what are you doing, dog? Like, it is not that serious. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that was my thing with any artist I worked with, rather than my cousin, a friend, a homie, I always treated it as if it was something I saw at yeah. the Crown Coliseum, at the RDU Arena. Yes. I treated it because I knew if I treat this like this, I'm prepping myself. Do I know what I'm prepping myself for? No, I don't know who is, where it's going to come from, but I just know I'm now practicing what I saw them do. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that you're using them as guinea pigs, my cousin and all them, but I gave them the same energy that I would like to. If I ever got an opportunity to work with Kurt Franklin, if I ever got an opportunity to work with whoever, yes, this would, this would be the energy that I would give them. Yes. So it was never, okay, give this big person energy but then and get give this small little, person mm. just a two-track and tell them to sound somewhere. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So as time started going by, here I am doing stuff like that, and then... Again, favor through social media, I will start physically meeting these guys. Yes. They're coming down to do a show with so-and-so. Hey, pull up, bro. 
Yeah. You ain't got to pay to get in. Yeah. So now not only am I meeting people, but I'm physically connecting with these people and getting insight and nuggets from people that's already on. Yes, sir. And they're seeing the drive and passion that I have, and they're telling me, okay, do this, do that, or giving me advice on how to approach certain things. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So now it's a thing of, okay, wow, these very things that I've been asking for and praying about and wanting to be a part of, I'm being asked to come now. I'm being yeah. asked to show up and be a part just because they see, okay. And that's one thing I'll tell younger musicians. If if older guys, not all of them, but they see you working hard, that makes them want to give back to you. Because Absolutely. They see, they'll literally tell you, I see myself in you when yes. I was your age. So that makes them gravitate. Again, yeah. no, not, not still, that's favor too. Yes. But faith without works Work is, is dead. dead. And faith without a grind is delusion. Because like, I can have all the faith in the world and be like, by tomorrow or by next year, I'm going to be on another tour. But I'm not doing nothing from now to next year to prepare myself. Talk to him. Talk so to now him. I'm just delusional. Yeah. Now I'm mad at God. Like, why didn't I get it? Well, why won't you practicing? Jeez. Why won't you plan to a click? Jeez. Why, why won't you locking in parts instead of yeah. thank you, gospel chops? So it's it it was a process of just throughout the years of favor, faith, works, yeah. patience. Yes, like it was like a a pot of just some of all of that favor, faith, works, patience. Because it's like even with us being go getters, being go getters, we still again get a sense of entitlement. Yep, because we work. I work. Hard. I, work Girl, I work hard. hard. I work hard. I, des- I deserve. I deserve. Yep, it's old to me. Yes, I stayed up. Old. All night and I didn't sleep. I didn't even close my eyes. So why don't I have it? But if you say you serving God, then you have to understand the way He works. Ooh, He don't work the he way don't we, His ways are not our His ways. Thoughts, His thoughts are not our yes. thoughts. Boy. So I had to understand, and that's the thing. Being a go getter is great, but it also will mess you up because your eagerness to do better and your eagerness to get to the top, then you start straying away from God's way of doing things. Mm. So I had to understand, okay, you're going to work and, and grind your tail off. Yes. But it's not going to get here. It's when still going to be in God's timing. It's still going to be in God's timing. So does that mean you're going to turn down intensity or are you going to keep mashing the gas? So you keep the gas pressed. All the way. Now it's just, now you said early, a couple months before, excuse me, a couple months before July, you putting up videos. Mm-hmm. And then you hanging with CJ. Mm-hmm. So, so this is what happened. The... December of 2021, mm-hmm. they came down to do a show, and um, I sat under. Uh, I brought in a snare and some symbols for uh, CJ to use with John or whatever. And I mean, I basically knew the show. You know what I'm saying? Just from watching, yeah. Because like I said, anytime it was down, I was there. You know what yes. I'm saying? So John does the uh, his show, whatever, killing as always, and then. Two or three months later, CJ goes on the road with Charlie. Yeah. So now it's 22. 2022. And then, like I said, we get to uh, June. Yeah. And the date of his North Carolina date was June 24th or 25th, I think. Okay. It was on a Wednesday. I posted the video because, again, he had been having fill-in drummers. And, yes. and whatever city he was in, whatever whoever was in that city, 
they would come in to play to fill in for that gig. Yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, go get her mindset. Just thinking ahead. If I post this video, it's a possibility he may see it and he may call me to do this one night hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking, cool. Like my mind is like, just do this one night thing. Yeah. Hey, I filled in for someone for, for John P. Key. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Never saw the video. I'm not tripping though, because again, I'm even though I'm a person of opportunity, I think like that I still am also real with myself. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, this is a possibility, but you have to also understand this guy knows a whole pool, a ocean of musicians. Of musicians. So he could call so and so right now and have him on a on a flight. Yes. Yes. Here. So again, I can't feel I oh, you should have seen my no. Yeah. Nah, not at all. So the Wednesday night gets here. I was supposed to go, but I had car trouble. So you were going to go to the gig just, anyway. Just to, just to see him live. Yes. And I had car trouble. Next thing we know, I go to work the next day on a Thursday. I come home, get off work, and uh, I'm chilling. Somebody hits me on Messenger and was like, hey, I need your number. I got some work from you. I'm thinking I'm about to cut a session. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and wash up, change clothes, go ahead and Carry my stuff to the backyard. Yeah. In my studios, I can get ready to cut the session, whatever it's going to be. I get a FaceTime call. It's John. <laughs> Man, I just knew I was being punked. <laughs> Yo. I just knew I was getting punked. Like, you know how to on All right, everybody didn't come out now. Come out with the cameras. Yeah, y'all got me. Like I just knew I was being punk, dog. But then I had to tell myself, "You put the video out." Yes, Lord. So why are you shocked? Woo! So now John calls. You shocked? Let me say this real quick. Why are you shocked? Isn't from a place of you can play. This is a place of you asked me for the opportunity. So why are you blown away by this what by good. what by what you asked me for? Woo! And this is June the twenty fourth. This, and this, when's your birthday? This, this is the day after they did the North Carolina date that I Which was. Which is what you posted what the video I was posted for. to fill in for. <laughs> My birthday is July 29th. Yeah. So we ain't far from July. We not far, but John is on FaceTime On FaceTime me like, yo, I seen your video. Yeah. We're in a meeting now, and we was talking about you. We want you to come on tour. What's your schedule like? Call me back. Click. (laughs) You still at rooms to go? (laughs) Yo, this is amazing. I'm at rooms to go. Are you you already saying right then, boy, I'm finna quit? What? (laughs) But then again, it's still again as an overthinker, you still have that back and forth. Yeah. So on this side, it's like, ooh, rooms to go. You don't even know what's coming for you. <laughs> on the other hand, it's like he still has an ocean of musicians. Yeah. And not even him, but just in a musical yeah. world anyway. Things are subject to change to where something could come up and be like, hey, we kind of decided to go to another direction. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm super like internally hyped. But you don't want to get your hopes but up. But I'm just like, hey, chill. Yeah. Just kind of wait. Yeah. Let a couple of days go by. And if you, cool. But this is crazy. Like, John just called me. Yo, on FaceTime. On FaceTime. Like, bro, what's going on? I don't know. This 
This is re- so. Did you call him back the same night? So I called him back that night, and uh, he told me what date he wanted me to uh, go out, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, so we discussed all that. Of course, you know, I went to my mom. Talk, talk yeah, to her. let's go. Talk to her. Make sure you know. That's another thing. Just making sure you leave your bed made when you do leave. Because I won't about to just jump out there, and just up and leave her blinded by. Well, where like you just to stop showing up like i in order for this to work out i had to be released and not just tear apart from her because had i did it in the wrong way god would have got me and sent me back to the house and i would have been pushing them pieces of furniture again and you're like no nah, i ain't doing that no so of course like she was one of the first people i called and talked to her and she was like well what do you want to do and at that point i knew like okay she's releasing me because she's never asked you what she's you never do. asked me what i wanted to do it's now. I, it's always been okay. W- do what you feel is best, but I'm still gonna tell you what I feel. This time she didn't even tell you what she. It felt. won't even like. I, it, it won't even. I, I feel bad about this. It was okay. Like she knew this was God's doing. Uh, so you at this point when you call her, you know what the spiel normally is, and you know how it normally feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This time it's a little different. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I could take I, this. Right, is it. Right, this is right. it. So. She was like, you know, again, she she knows I've been faithful to her ministry all my life. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So, again, she knew when the time of God was coming, if anybody knew it was her, along with my mom and my dad. You know what I'm saying? Even my mom had told me um, months prior, I don't know what it is, but something is coming. Wow. The year before, back in 2022. Yeah. I'm sitting there. I done got prophesied to. Back in 2021, I got prophesied to. I went through something before I even got onto her that literally should have canceled me. Wow. Like, on some real, I beat two court cases in January wow. in 2022. And people don't people don't even know that side. Yeah. But this is the stuff that <clears throat> I be trying to get to people because people have to understand that even though you are an aspiring musician and you have goals that you want to reach life still does hit you yes and when it hits you it can hit you hard and i'm being real with you the reason i was in court was over my carelessness yes you know what i'm saying no it was nothing i did i was innocent yes but had i left it alone i wouldn't even have been in that situation in the first place yes sir boy everything i saved up for everything i lost all of that and less from october of 2021 going into 2022 fighting the court case wow beat the court case Went back and pressed the same charges again. Had to go back to court and beat it again. So God basically put a thorn in my side because he knew what was coming. Yes, sir. So that way when I did start touring, it'll be tunnel vision because I ain't worried about it because I'm still kind of traumatized from what. <laughs> so I ain't even finna do that no I'm not more. even finna. Nah, bro. I'm just, I'm about to just, just work yeah. and, and call it quits. So tell me, tell me about the first show though, dog. Man. So. The first show, we are in Louisiana. And the night before, it was Sunday night. We did a rehearsal at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Jeez. But it was a quick rehearsal because I knew I knew everything already. Were they shocked that you just knew the whole thing? So did they run it from the top? I'm like, hold on, he really know the whole so, thing. So so Unc told them, he was like, he really knows the show. Like, so y'all be on top of y'all stuff because he know the show. But it, it had been a long weekend. They had just got off the run. Yeah. They, they, the other musicians had just got flown back to their church for Sunday morning service, but then had to turn back around and come, and come back. Come right back to the Charlotte same day. Because Aunt wanted to rehearse with me. Yeah. 
So it's like, okay, cool. Like, so they didn't really take it seriously. Like they heard him, but once I played the show, it was like, oh yeah, he really know the show. <laughs> so the first show, was I nervous? No. But was Ooh. I was I jittery? Yes. Yeah. Because it was like again, I knew I'm in a place now where why ask for something? Yeah, because now you got to live up to what you've been asking for mm-hmm. all this time. You've mm-hmm. been mad. You've been complaining. Yep. You've been praying. You've been and, crying. You've been I'm wishing. Glad, I'm glad you said it because the funniest thing I've always said, God's sense of humor with this is, for us, we cry for so long about this stuff. We get mad because we wait all these years, and then God hits us out of the blue, and then we got to move Yes, sir. instantly. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay, and I want to say first, thank y'all for the support, thank y'all for the love, and thank y'all for watching and listening to this podcast. We really don't take it for granted. Hey, if y'all want to continue to support us by spending y'all money, I got a way for y'all to do that. Y'all go to rajxshaw.com and pick up that Make It Happen hoodie today. Life be crazy, but we still got to do what? Make it happen, gang. Yes, sir. But three years ago, you was oh, this is, oh, I can't take it. I can't wait another month. But then when God does slap you, it's like, all right, you got to move by next week. I literally had a week. I didn't even put my two weeks notice in. I I put it. I put the two weeks notice in, but I couldn't because of the fact of how fast. So my first week, I used my vacation time. Oh, okay, because you haven't used it. Because I haven't even used it. Thankfully, I hadn't used my vacation time. So I used my vacation time my first week. And then the second week, my boss, just because of me being a good employee, he worked with me and was like, hey, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, I told him, I'm going to use this first week of my vacation to decipher this is what I want to do. And if this is what I want to do, I'll let you know. And then we'll just count it as this. So he worked. He looked out for me. And now just because I treated my job as if it was a gig. Yes. I was always at my job 30 minutes to 25, 15 minutes early. I always got my work done. I always did what I was supposed to do. Even though you didn't want to do it. Even though I didn't want to do it. You still were integral. I was still integral. So he had no problem working with me. And he already knew from just uh, how I carried myself and just being there for four years. He's a musician. He loves music. This is what he likes to do. So it all worked out. Again, favorite, God's timing. There was nothing that was ripped apart. Yes. There was nothing left damaged. There was nothing left undone. Everything was in God's time. And so everything had a didn't have a choice but to work like it was supposed yes. to. So I did the Louisiana gig. And um it was crazy because I'm just sitting there like, man. Were you questioning if you did a good job? Mm-mm. That boy knew. Only and, and not even that. It was just because again, I waited for so long. Yes, sir. You were for, prepared for an opportunity like this. So now that I'm here, it's I don't have time to feel like, oh, do I got this? Can I do it? I, I, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm if people. It does happen. There's nothing wrong with having those feelings. But I'm just kind of different. Like I knew while I'm doing all this asking for it. Yes, sir. Just to get in the moment. It's like passing ball, passing ball, passing ball, passing ball. <laughs> then you get the ball. Shoot it. What are you doing? <laughs> Why you want to pass your ball so, so bad if you knew you won't shoot the ball? Now we just lost the game. Now it's on you. Good, Chris. Along with the pressures of already being back home and everything kind of being on me as my grandmother's musician at the church. Yeah. So having responsibility at her church, being responsible for my cousin's music, pulling rehearsals together. Yes. So again, those moments in the past, 
is what built my skin to be tough enough for tough moments like this. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is this these moments back home. This wasn't John. Yes, but it allowed me to be equipped enough to handle the pressure of. I'm playing behind an icon right now. Yes, Lord. So sitting here on my first date, I'm just like looking. I'm looking. Okay, what was the date of that first date? Mm. July. Oh, it was the second week in July. Oh, so you didn't even get to 25. Nope. Oh, I wasn't even 25. God it was like, late. you know, you know, them people that be like, it's my birthday month and I'm celebrating all month. Yes. That's basically what it was for me. Yes. It was like God gave me my birthday gift early the, in June and then like start celebrating in July. And we still got a whole month to go before I even get to the 29th of July. You know what I'm saying? We still in <sighs> July, whatever. So every day of me embarking, going up to turning 25, it's like, it's a gig. Gig, gig, gig. Uh, Louisiana, uh, Hamlet, North Carolina, uh, Wilmington. I'm just naming, just calling out loose yes. dates, but I mean... Uh, Florida. I mean, just I'm in in a matter of no time. I'm seeing a different city. From Gosh. from from Wednesday to Saturday, I'm in a different city on a whole different caliber of what it would have been if you mm-hmm. took that gig straight mm-hmm. out of high school, yes. dog. That's yes, and that's the thing people got to understand. Like when God has something prepared for you, it's worth the wait. It's worth the wait, and I will always tell people. It's funny you said that. One thing that calmed me down, and I don't. I don't think I heard it anywhere, but I was just laying there. Like I said, when you, as an overthinker, you just, your mind just goes to just most. I was sitting there, I just started thinking about a microwave dinner and a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. It's different. That hungry boy, that, that, that hungry boy dinner and that, that yes. one minute and 30 seconds yes. or that grandma started cooking yes. two days ago. Yes. Cooking. yes, or get there on Christmas Day and you can't eat nothing until about nine o'clock that night. So I literally, I think like coming out of high school, it would have been hungry, man. No, 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 no. Not even that. Cause after high school, that's when it started making sense. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the vision of that meal is what made me calm down because I watched everybody else and there's no disrespect. I'm not calling nobody stuff, ramen noodles or hungry man, but I was smelling hungry man, ramen noodles, but it smelled like, to me, it smelled like. Cornbread. It smelled like the real, it it like like the the real deal. Yes. <laughs> but little did I realize if I got it and by the time I popped the lid open, it was just a bunch of ramen noodles. But had I had I jumped at all those hungry man's uh hamburger helpers, yes Lord. I would have never got to eat at yes. the Thanksgiving dinner table. Because even if I grabbed the plate, you know what? Here, let me get that joint now. The turkey ain't fully cooked. <laughs> the, the, the potatoes cold the in potatoes the middle. Cold in the middle. And now everything that I've eaten and killed, because you get to the point, I don't even care. I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat it. Next thing you know, you're throwing everything back up. So as a musician, I had to tell myself, okay, either you can eat this little manwich. <laughs> you calling out all the good cheap meals too. And and then it it, it holds you for about the next two hours. Yeah. And or you, you be get, crying again. Yes. You, you can get the spread. You, you, you can get the spread, but it not be finished. And meaning you're not ready for everything that comes with it. 
And then you start regurgitating everything you ate, thinking thinking you was ready for it when really the reason I had you wait for so long is because it was never finished. And it's sometimes it's not always that you're not ready. Sometimes the, the situation isn't ready for you. The food ain't done. So it's like I can't allow you to come into this particular atmosphere because this atmosphere could hurt you. Oh, my God. Because now it's at a point now where, like I said, if you eat this food, now you got food poisoning. Now you in the hospital. Now you got another bill that you could have avoided. Had you just left that plate alone. Alone. It's not time. It's not time yet. So, again, even as a musician, we have these insecurities. We have these insecure moments like, well, was I just never good enough? Was I just not ready? Was I? Sometimes it's not you're doing nothing wrong. Just keep doing what you're Keep knocking until the door is open. Yes, Lord. I don't even know. Bro, and you kept showing up job and all. That's what I'm saying. That man worked two jobs, kept making videos, mm-hmm. kept doing sessions. You were doing videos with trashy gear. Trashy gear. Go to college. Don't end up sh- finishing college, yep. but you got the gear. Yep. Demetrius souls into you. Yep. You put up the video on faith. Hopefully, John mm-hmm. see it. Yep. John sees it after the gig. Yep. You get hired. Yep. You own the gig within yep. a week. And within a week. And then the the whole intent for the video wasn't even why I got the job. I'm doing the video just for a one night opportunity. And then you get and then the God gig. God allows me to not to get it. And had I had I been the old me, God, why? Uh, one day, a couple what of you, hours. What are you doing? And it's like, bro, why are you complaining? You don't why are you complaining about the date when I'm, I'm gonna give I'm you? I'm trying the gig. to give you the whole show. Jesus. And it's funny because this man right here, Tyreek, shout out to Tyreek because yeah. he he was there. Him and my brother was there. They sat in the studio while I cut that video. And I told him, I literally told, like I said, there's there's the the go getter side of me, but then there's the reality side of me where I'm yeah. like, okay, let me still kind of because as again as a go getter, when things don't go our way because we're so passionate about it, sometimes it can almost tear us down. Yes. So yes. I I had to develop the realness side as well. Mm. So, but I don't receive the realness side as well from everybody else because of the fact is your faith where my faith is. Mm. Me saying I'm gonna have a Lamborghini tomorrow. Me telling you that, you're going to look at me and just use an example. You're going to look at me like, well, if you're going to sit down somewhere, yes. you can't hang with me, bro. <laughs> you can't because if, you, if you're not going to believe the way I believe and you, you claim you serve the same God I serve, you can't be in my circle because I'm not going to accept anything less than think crazy. Yes, sir. Because there's a saying that nothing can stop God. That's, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. We and our mindset stop God. Our tongue stops God because when he says I can and then we say, well, I don't know. I don't think you can. God is not going to force himself on you. The same with your salvation. He knocks and waits for you to open. Yes, sir. So I'm trying to give you these gifts, but based off your attitude and how you talk is going to determine if I take it back or if you limit me to shower all these blessings down on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So me, I wasn't limiting it. Had had I been in that old attitude, I would have been limiting God because I'm like, God, I wanted this one gig. I wanted right to play that I wanted day. this he one can- gig. I wanted this one gig. I deserve that one. I played the video and everybody was tagging John. And everybody told me, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't I get the gig? The whole time, God is like, bro, you want this one gift. And I got a whole armful full of gigs. Yes. Full of dates. Yeah, a lot of them. Until the end of the year. Yes, sir. We gigged. I started from July. We didn't stop until... The last date was December 31st. So imagine had the, had the old mindset of me been pouting over 
So had I not been careful what I was saying in the pouting, yes, my tongue could have shot down. There's power in your tongue, so my words could have shot down what God was going to do the next night, which was sin. John. Ne- that's what's crazy. The next day, you put up a video to get a, a one date. Mm-hmm. The day after, the day that's after, when John hits That's me. when John hits me, after he leaves Carrie. That's what's bananas. It, it had, all of this had to happen this way, so, so he could be magnified in the situation. Yes. Only God could do Only that. Only God could have done that. How you come to my city? Yes. Leave. And then after you get you FaceTime. You FaceTime me. <laughs> That's why I tell I tell musicians all day, every day, bro. Favor is not fair. Yes. But it is fair to the ones who actually are in place with God, doing what they're supposed to be doing, putting in the work. Because like I said, I could have been in place with God, but not putting enough work in my craft and got the call and bombed the whole gig. Yes, Lord. I could have been putting in the work, but not been in place with God. And then he missed. Then he didn't call me for win- that Wednesday night. And then I'm over here cussing God out like God, blah 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 blah. And then because of what I said towards God, he changes. He goes in John's mind in his heart and turns his heart away from me because my work ethic is there, but because my mental state of understanding yes, God is not there. Oh yeah, my 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 skill level was here, but my understanding of how God works is limp. So it had to be an even balance of everything because I wasn't disappointed. They even told me, it was like, bro, don't even worry about it. You're going to mess around and just get the whole gig. And I'm like. They said that to they, you? They <laughs> literally told me. They was like, bro, don't even worry about it. Like, if, like you talking about if you don't get it. Like, bro, just shut up talking. Yeah. Just stop, bro. Like, you yeah. like bro, even if, even if you don't get that one night, like, it may be. Like, who's to say he won't call you for the whole gig? They literally told me that. And then the next day he FaceTimed me. The next day. So. I did the video, I think, like a month or two prior to that date. Yes. So I literally told them everything happened. I was like, well, at least I tried. I won't trip. And I was like, well, at least I tried. He was like, shut up. Wow. Next thing you know, that's when I got the phone call. And you know, they was talking cash smack. <laughs> but the thing was, again, it was never that I was doubtful. It was just, again, I had to growing up to, to protect myself from going to such a low place. Yes, sir. Of, of disappointment, I had to develop that realness side of okay. Well, if it doesn't happen, you still have the courage to keep pushing versus going under a rock and hiding for it. You know what I'm saying? I was always other. Otherwise, I would have never done the video. Absolutely, I did the video expecting something to happen. Absolutely, did I know it was gonna happen? No. Did I know if I was gonna get that call for that Wednesday night? No. Was I gonna trip if I didn't get the call? No. Okay, God, appreciate it anyway. But something would come up. But something was going to happen. Came of it. And, and exactly. And I always said, I was like, bro, from I think 2013, no, I think 2011 or 2012, from there to now, how many videos in did I get to finally get to That's doing this full time? Do you know off the top of your head? Matter of fact, I want him to see. Because this is going to be good. If he could tell me how many, this is going to help us all. Because we be in a hurry, boy. How many videos from then to now? He about to tell me. This is, oh, I'm ready. This is good, man. I'm I'm waiting on this service to get it together. That's fine. That's fine. fine. Y'all bear with us because I'll give you the (laughs) wi (laughs) Come on. All right. It's, um. 
I'm gonna show you because I can't tell yeah, folks yeah, yeah. what's going on. This dude, mm-hmm. click on that, and then let me see. Yeah, he'll go and share. Yeah, not go on there and check. Y'all gonna wait right here with us. I am 366 videos in, and my very first video I ever put out was back in. Talk to him. Talk to him. This is good, man. Nine years ago. This is good. Nine years. 300 and how many videos? 366, I believe. And that don't even count the small videos that's on Instagram. June 13th, 2013. That's was, just YouTube. That's just YouTube. And that's convocation. Yeah. <laughs> 30 piece suit on. Yes, sir. Nine years ago. Whoa. I'm going to show this. We're going to make sure we show this yep. in post. Yep. Nine years ago. That boy pocket though. I could I can look at you. <laughs> you pocket though. I don't even hear it, but it, you can tell you pocket. Nine years ago, bro. Wow. 2013. And here's the thing though. How old are you now? 25. Do you have another job? Nope. <laughs> I literally I wish I had the book with me to show like because people <laughs> for people to really understand like yeah. Man, manifesting stuff is real yeah man and when it comes to manifest if you're going to manifest something you have to prepare your skin to be tough enough for failures and naysayers because when you fail there's people that's going to come with that that tell you i told you even not even that that alone with even people who don't even mean harm by it and well, that's oh well, they never mean any harm well it's like well i see now that this didn't work why don't you consider trying they been ah uh, they they're nicely trying to give you alternatives alternatives, but it's like for us that's a slap in the face because it's like dog like no I do this for real. Yes, I've spent my whole life devoted to music. Yes, man. I'm not. There's no other, and that's I'm so stubborn. So like me being no. <laughs> so you already you always knew those jobs was temporary. Yes, absolutely. You because just were like when because my faith was there's no way. If we all serve the same God and y'all say that God is, he's the God of miracles, signs and wonders. Well, okay, he's going to be the same one for me too. Oh, that's all it is to it. Like, don't, don't sit here and preach to me about he can heal the blind. And then give you an alternative. Yo, that's good, dog. Yo, that's good. <laughs> you can't preach faith to me and then try to give me an alternative. The, the biggest, my biggest one was he, he raised somebody from the dead. Facts. I could get this gig. If, if he, he can, can raise, raise if he can, gig. if he can allow this person to die and then touch him and get up, <laughs> I could get this gig. And I'm living, and he's given me more than the yes, ability to, to to do this. And he's anointed me to do this. Then why can't I make money doing what I love? Yes, absolutely. So it got to that point. That's why I have guys around me like Tyreek, yeah, my, my little brother Caleb, my squad resonate, yeah, like. They know my energy. Yeah. If you ain't talking positive, if you're not talking faith, you can't hang because yeah. I won't accept anything less than positivity and manifestation. Because yes, sir. if we say it and we really want it and we're willing to go through the hills and storms to get to it, as long as you stay consistent with it, you'll have it. Yes, sir. It may not be tomorrow night. Yes, sir. It may not be five years from now. Woo! But I guarantee you, you will have it. That's that's 2013. It's now 2023. That is 10 years. From 2013 to 2023 is 10 years. 
So it took nine years for it for, for the, the thing to manifest itself. Yes. But had I been stuck on time, I would have walked away a long time ago and and never seen where, what I'm walking in now. Yes, sir. How do you feel today? I don't even know how to really like words can't words can't describe it because of the fact when you've gone through stuff real life like yeah. it was a point where in 2021 no i'm sorry 22 i was actually suicidal because i was at a point where i don't work so hard i don't gave it my all i don't post video smiling when after i cut the video off it's like screw this video i don't even want to post it I done did little stuff. I'm thankful for the little stuff I've done here and there, but it's like, bro, when when is my turn? When is it gonna be my time? I pay my tithes. Yeah. I'm faithful on Sundays. Yeah. I done jump from drums to keys now. I don't even like playing keys. Yeah. Why like what is what is gonna happen? And I got to that point where I was just like, forget it all. I don't even care no more. Mm. But I'll never forget August first. 2021 no 2022 mm-hmm. so right after you turned 24 my 24th birthday that that sunday morning this lady came to the church and she preached it was a women's conference i had talked to my parents for the first time ever i'm the type i'm the type person i keep everything to myself yeah i was going through some things at the time and that saturday night i just was like all right I'm at the point of suicide, so even if before I do this, I'm at least talk to them. So that if 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 I do go through it, at least they know. Wow, Chris. I'm I'm dealing with something. I talked to them that night, was bawling, crying, everything, telling everything I was dealing, with, everything I was I had went through onto my stuff that had me in a hole, bro. Yeah. And I literally told them that night, I was like, the only thing that's gonna really keep me going is knowing that God sends me a, a message telling me I can keep going. Because other than that, ain't nothing nobody can tell me. No disrespect to my mom, my dad, you know, no nobody. Yeah. But it's 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 got to I gotta know for sure. Like it's this, gotta be like whoa, miraculous. How, how did you know? You know what I'm saying? The next day in church, a women in white service. I'm going in there like, okay, I'm expecting something, but this is a women's service, so I'm not even really tripping. Like Yeah, this for the women. This for the, this women. For the girls today. I'm on keys. The lady preaches, and then she starts prophesying to everybody. Then she gets to me. She's like, Pastor Wendy Beckton. I'm calling her name. Shout out, Pastor Wendy. Wendy Beckton looked at me and was like, "Um, uh, you the middle oldest child? Which which one are you?" I said, "I'm middle child." I don't know why, but I looked at you. I see a bunch of money. I'm like, <laughs> "You think it's about to be <laughs> one of them?" I don't. I don't want to hear about money right now. I'm going. I'm. I'm ready to leave here. Yeah. I don't care about money. Yeah. So in my mind, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just like I'm unreceived. I'm unreceptive of anything that's going on. I'm not really, you know. But then she says, "You ever been to school?" I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, "God's gonna send you back to school on a scholarship. And you don't have to pay nothing." I was like, okay. All right. That was that was a good one because you ain't you ain't know I was I was in school. And as yeah. a as an overthinker, I'm I'm over here like okay, I know for a fact. And this is when I was. I had just got out of school at being young and dumb. I said, I know for a fact I don't need school to be successful. I don't need no certification to be successful. So, but now as I get older, it's like, had I really went to school, could I be further than... So you are saying to yourself at this point, mm-hmm. 
I might should go back. I want to go back, but I'm not going back unless God say go back. Oh, so you've already said that? Yes, I literally Ooh. said this. This is in between working the 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 detailing job and at rooms to go. Wow. So I'm like, uh, I do, I do know if I do go back to school, it has to be on campus. So I could be hands on, and it has to be God. You are literally this like the time is right now for you to go. Other than that, I'm not going. Yeah. Cause like I said, now I'm more mature, so I'm like, okay, like maybe I, sh- I wish I, I'm sitting here kind of regretting certain things. I wish I would have yeah. finished school. Now three years done went by. It's only a two year program, and I only had a year left to go. Three years done went by. Man, I could have, I could have knocked that out. Yeah. But it's like, I can't dwell on the past. But it, the thought is still there. So when she said that, I was like, okay. That's okay. Crazy. Okay. Then she looked at me and said, "God says you're forgiven." I lost it. Because everything I was dealing with, everything I had went through, I was at a point now where I was like, he was the only person that I would receive uh, acceptance from concerning, yes, I've forgiven you, you have a clean slate, live. Yeah. When she said that I was on keys, bro. Did you stop playing? I, my foot was on the stand pedal. <laughs> One chord. One chord. <laughs> I was out of here. I was out of here. And Yo! then not only did she get me. Mama got me. What'd she say? She laid hands on me, dog. Even after she, after Pastor Wendy got done with me, my grandma got <laughs> they me. They won't play with you, man, man. I'm talking about that date is the one of the most like mem- memorable dates yes. of my life because that date is what p- put the fire back into me, start posting. Because I went, I went some time without posting. Ooh. I was done posting. I didn't care to, to link with nobody to do videos, all that. Oh, let's, let's do this. I wasn't planning nothing. The band, yeah, y'all do whatever. Once I, after that, August 1st, you got back it, to work. It lit a fire under me. Yeah. Because now I'm in a place now, like, who else would have known that? And this this lady ain't seen me. This lady don't know me. She knows us from fellowship and what churches together, but. She don't know you personally. She, she don't know she what you're dealing with. Yeah. Like, so I knew right then and there, okay, this is it. And then right after that, I got prophesied to again from this other guy. I was doing a gig, didn't know the guy. The keyboard player called me and was like, we're surprising the artist. The artist ends up singing, turns around, prophesies to me, saying some of the same stuff that my grandma and the other pastor said to me. That same Sunday, that August 1st, yeah. my grandma calls it out. After Pastor Wendy gets done with me, she said, you was going to commit suicide, won't you? And you didn't tell your grandma? No. I had I hadn't talked. That's a, I wasn't talking. I was basically dying internally, but privately because yes. nobody i would still smile yeah but i still people still okay he's not himself yeah but it's always hey, i'm good you know how we, I, i'm good i'm good i'm good like it's yeah, all, i'm good we love yet, that we, but that's yet, the biggest but yet and still, i'm still seeing other musicians encouraging them talking to them mm. but i'm empty myself so when you ask me how do i feel now i there's no words to describe life that i went through to get to yeah. what i told myself i was gonna have yeah. now i can tell myself i told you so yeah i don't care i don't care to tell you man I, the, ain't you the one that told me not to post oh video? you ain't even known that man i told yeah I, man I, I told you i told you dog that's if, good if if you kept <laughs> if you kept knocking until the doors open 
Yeah, I feel it. I don't know how, where, who, I don't know if it's going to be Moses, Abraham, John, Jacob, yeah. Esau. I just know I'm, I'm supposed to be doing this with somebody. Yes. Didn't even know it was po- it was going to be this guy right here. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So there's no feeling to describe it because, like I said, I went through literally ups, downs, but ups and downs is not even a straight word to describe yeah. what it was. Yes. And then to get to a point, even when I first started touring, I'm thinking like, what if I... I told myself by December of 2021. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah. All right. 2021. I told myself by December of 2021, I was going to end it all. Mm. But then August 1st got here of 2021 and the lady prophesied 2022. To me. No, no. 2021. That's all, I, I had the date wrong. I had the date wrong. Oh. So 2021 is when I was going through everything. I told myself by December of 2021, yeah. I was going to end everything. Because yeah. I was just over everything. Yeah. I got prophesied to on August 1st of 2021, of 2021 and that changed my mindset. Yeah. But still, when you get a prophecy, a storm comes. Mm. So October 2021 is when that's everything- That's when the court stuff started. That's when the court I'm, stuff started. Yeah, this is good. So from January of 2022 is when I beat the court case, and yes. then July gets here, and now I'm walking into- Bro, that's so, so crazy. Again, that was the thorn in my side to remind me, all right, I'm gonna put you here, but you're gonna have to go through this so you know yes. like got some sense while you out here. <laughs> <laughs> so again, to understand yes, not only your own struggles, but to have people talk against you. Some are encouraging you, some are telling you, you shouldn't go that way, some are telling you like you got all these opinions. And then not only that, because you've exposed yourself to social media, not everybody's watching. Like, what's about to happen? Mm. Is he going to fail? Mm. Is he going to succeed? Is he going to prosper? Is yeah. he going to just? So it's like all of the weight of all of that. Yes, that's a lot of pressure. I told y'all, God got me. Yeah, that's all, like if if I if I had to address social media right now, I told y'all God had me. Because the the whole the keep knocking until the doors open thing, I don't even remember when I started that. Yeah. I just know it encouraged me. Yeah. Because I didn't know, like, okay, bro, you post all these videos, but what's next? What are you doing now? I don't know what I'm doing. That but so I'm going to keep knocking because yes, eventually something is going to Something going to happen. It's got to. It's got to happen. If I don't stop, something is it's going something, to happen. It has no choice but to work out. And plus, my dad, who's upstairs. Yeah, man. He honors all of that. You know what I'm saying? So if I really had to address social media, I would. I told y'all God had, God me. had me. And that's my message to anybody. Like, at the end of the day, if there's something that you're trying to go after, don't ever let nobody tell you what you can't do. Yes. Learn how to discern the the advice to help you and the people that's trying to actually slow you down and pull you back. And then most importantly, stay close with God because he's the only one that is going to give you the know, the knowledge to know who's trying to help you nurture your gift versus who's trying to tarnish your gift and snatch you away from what you're headed towards. It's been people that I thought was for me that won't even for me. Would have never thought they won't for me. It's been people that I, I, Never got close to because I didn't really see a connection with them. But then when I did connect with him, it's like, wow, we have so much in common with each other. Or wow, 
you you have helped me more than I would have even thought you could have. Yeah. So that's anybody. Don't let nobody, your parents, your grandparents, your aunties, your uncles, your brothers, sisters. If you know it's something that God has given you as a gift and you know that you're good at that and God has gifted you to do it, go after it. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how I don't care if you got to work a job between now and, and two years from now. Never let that gift die. Sheesh. Even down to close homies, dog. Like Bruce Freeman, God rest his soul. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like him passing away is another thing that lit me up again because it's like I did a gig with him. It was his last gig that I did with him. And like shortly after he passed, I thought about it and it shook me so bad because it was like, what if that was me? And I, I couldn't say that gig that I gave it all. I can't say that that gig that that gig I did with Bruce, that my attitude was all the way straight. Like my mental was like yeah. was like just flow freely and play. Like it was like half and half. Sheesh. So now I'm like, had I passed away, I went outside. Mm. So people like him, Ant Man, Hoskins, Dwight, um, just to name a few, OG Greg. Yes, Lord. Like watching growing up with them and seeing them playing and understanding those guys that passed the reason that hurt us so bad is because we all shared the same love mm-hmm. and passion for music i even used them as a reason to go yeah i know for a fact i'm not just doing it for i told you so chris i'm doing it also to encourage everybody else around me and because those are some of the same people that told me you got it bro keep going yes sir Dwight is the one that did my cousin's live recording. Yes. He stuck with me, encouraged me, told me, there's no big eye, little you. Yes. You got it, bro. Like, you don't let nobody tell you, or you know what you're doing, bro. Like, I yes. know this a lot, but I'll never forget those conversations with people like them, bro. Yes. I yes, watched, sir. I watched Ant-Man. John came to Goldsboro. I watched Ant-Man hit with Little Tay and smacked so hard. So even now, doing the gig, yeah, I think about that night we was there. Yeah. And he opened up for John. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so much bigger than, oh, I'm on a gig playing. Mm-hmm. It's so much emotion behind it. That's why when I play every night, I play like it's my last time. Tear my hands to pieces. But I don't care. Because I know everything I've came from and everything I've been through and everything that should have took me out that didn't take me out. Boy. Y'all, this has been real. It's Chris Darton in the building. 25, music full time. <laughs> Lil bro, gang gang. We out here. <laughs> Man. This what? is amazing. What? Shout out to Ray Braswell. Shout out to Ray. Gang. <laughs> Shout out to Jamal Lewis. Hey, gang. <laughs> this this man blew my mind. I didn't even know he played drums. He, I, he, he lit me up. He was one of the guys later on down the years Yeah, when I uh, walked into church and seen him wearing a, a drum set out. That was like, wow. <laughs> I can't even believe you remember that. That's Milton, KB, yes. Brandon, Eugene. All the boys. Like all them played a part in yeah. my development. Yeah. Along, of course, like I said, back home, my grandmother, my dad, my mom, my aunties and all them. Yeah. My cousin. Shout out to Zay. Yeah. That's my dog for life. That's my Shout family. out to everybody in Fayetteville. Everybody in Fayetteville. Shout out to my mom, my dad, my brothers. Yeah. Tyreek. Yeah. Resonate. Yeah. All of y'all. So, I mean, like, just everybody that played a part in just this journey to where yeah. I am now. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody. 
you know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody that prayed for me. I appreciate everybody that took the time to cover me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Encourage me. Whether yeah. that been a pair of sticks for fifty dollars, you know what I'm saying? Just any and every or just just love in general. Yes, sir. All that stuff. People and I promise this, I'm done. But when you do make it, never forget to go back and say thank you. Yes. Thank you and give back. Because I know for a fact when I can, like I said, just this past Sunday, I was with my grandma. Yeah. She had to go sing somewhere. If I know I'm not doing nothing and I'm physically able to go do it and there's nothing stopping me, I'm going to go back and help out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because it's like, can I trust you to have all this stuff and not change as a person? Mm-hmm. Your integrity and your loyalty not change. Yes, sir. Because I could have easily got this gig and just be like, oh, yeah, forget North Carolina. Yeah. I'm too good to play for this church now. The, the, the same church that le- allowed me to play yes, first. Yes, sir. The same people that gave me a chance to. Yes, sir. Even sit behind the drums on a, on a Sunday setting, service yes. setting. You know what I'm saying? No. That's what I'm saying. The musicians, they get to this point where it's like, yeah, I don't play at the church no more. Why? Dog, you are like, you may be one of the most humble you this is the word you may be one of the most grounded people i know like sticking with your grandma made you a very yes. grounded yes mentally yes. like you are a very stable person in that sense and it shows bro and i have to, i have to understand too that the higher you elevate the the, the harder your fall will hurt if <sighs> if you don't stay grounded yeah so I know, like, I'm getting up there. So just know that that little falling from here to here, you might have a little scrape. <laughs> but falling, but from falling from way up there, <laughs> concussion, paralyzed from the from the from the waist down. Yeah, hey, I, ain't got time I, I can't afford it. So I'm always gonna stay grounded, yes, stay sir. humble, and remember where I came from because this is fast as God puts you. They feel like you getting too far ahead of yourself. All right, pull the plug on, bro. He back the rooms to go. You go. Jeez, and and we, I, ain't, I ain't going back. Gonna be- I, no, no. No. I just ain't going back to Never go. going back. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been real. It's Chris Darton in the building. The RXS Podcast. We love y'all. We out. Peace.